hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to, I think it's episode three now of, uh, of, I want to say Teamfight Talk Show. Man, I... <laughs> not Teamfight Talk Show. Yeah, try no, first tactics. No, hello, no, welcome no, back. My, na my name is Ramkev on the stream. Oh, no. That's on oh, Ramkev's right. stream? <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, my stream is good. Also, guys, We're good. I'm Ramkev. Check out this guy. <laughs> We're joined oh, no, by these Rachi and Robin songs, and we're joined by our guest Ramkev. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like starting off a little bit of chaos. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, welcome back. You know, uh, three familiar faces from from the podcast. You know, myself, Jirachi, and Ramkev. And we have a our coveted guest of the week, Robin songs, Mister One 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 Lag One One himself. Hello. <laughs> so uh, I guess before we get into things, you can just chill out a bit. And how's everyone's week? I mean, I guess I'll go first. I my, my I'll go for my day. My day has been so papega, like like just mm -hmm. the emote in, in, incarnated in like human form has been my day. It's been like every game of TFC I've played today has been so incredibly. Has it been a mix of Monka S and Papega to the point where like I just I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm I'm frazzled. So <laughs> week's been good though. Yeah, it's good. Not bad. I've I have played three games of TFT today. I top for all of them. I'm like, okay, I'm good. That's enough for the day. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Um, I took uh, I took Monday Tuesday off after regionals. Mostly so, so. What they say? Ready? <laughs> um. Yeah, I've been grinding for. I've been practicing for Worlds, but uh, no one's playing. So I'm playing against all masters. <laughs> so Milk was in my chat yesterday. He was like, I think you're actually getting worse. At the game. <laughs> what so, time yeah. do you usually play, Robin? I I, I play like at, at night, so I play like probably from like five or six p.m. to like two or three a.m. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, I'm playing against like mm -hmm. um yeah like those time the lobbies are like pretty scuffed already. Yeah, and even after regionals, it's like even more scuffed. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like I think the sweet spot is around. Just at the like, start afternoon. of that period, maybe, yeah. Afternoon for Robin, I guess it's like early evening for me is when most people are online. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like never have anyone that. Uh, my lobbies are like GB8 for an hour, and then it's just. Oh yeah, the morning, no. the morning <laughs> slot oh, is. If you play with, oh, you so with GB8, you're like, you're like <laughs> you're... either a super degen where you haven't slept yet, or like you're actually like a. Uh... Uh, like a responsible adult that woke up early. Yeah, yeah, I generally play around like ten, so I have like like two or three DB8 lobbies, and then it's just no one. And then like I just have to watch like the you know like the the Kurum Golf Club lobbies, and then like the like the Ramkev Dax lobbies at night. Just I, I like lament not being able to play with them because like night lobbies look so much more fun than like the the middle of the day lobbies. It's pretty cool how there's like different waves of like lobbies during the during yeah, the night. Uh, yeah. You already Robin, need, yeah. you know Robin needs a set of golf that. equipment to help him out for Worlds, because, like, Kurum's <laughs> getting good games, because, like, the golf equipment are all, like, good players who yeah, are intentionally yeah, yeah. sniping him. So let's, fuck it, Robin, Robin's golf club, Robin's golf, ball. Yeah, I need my own golf equipment. You, you <laughs> need your own golf equipment set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, How are you, Mr. Kevin Robin? How's your week been? Uh, well... I had a good day today. I got first with Udi or three, so no Whoa. complaining. It was on the Smurf. It was on the Smurf. Uh, I, I Robin passed me yesterday. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I woke up I was like, oh no, Robin's two LP above me. So I <laughs> first thing I I went online and I uh, I played one game on the main, just top forward, 
and like barely top forward, but you know, and now it's uh, it's still like a one game difference. Yeah, I woke up today, but... I lost rank one. That always happens right when I tweet it out, I lose it the next day. Yeah. I'll do it, yeah. Do yeah, it. I mean, that happens every time, but yeah, it's been a nice week. Got a, I had to catch up on work, but got a been start been streaming with Dax, so that that's super fun. Those streams are so fun. They're so, fun. so nice. When did you start? Um, like, were you always friends with him, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been friends with Dax. It's just um, I think it like this week it really has started going because uh, because Alex M is actually on vacation with his, with his girlfriend, so uh, you know that Dax got Dax got left behind. Wait, how did He's you so get mad. so like? How did you like build a relationship with these like EUS guys? Uh, I don't. I think I just went into their chat once and I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." I just like you know, I just type panscrab in all the chats I go in, and then like... he has a presence. Yeah, when <laughs> <laughs> I come into the chat and he just, you know, he's there. You can't help but be friends with him. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I like to just scroll through the TFT section and just go into people's streams and then... like. The, the person we found last night, we, we were like randomly looking through the TFT session last night and there was some person whose title was like, like young challenger boy, like seduces enemy units or something like that. Oh, enemy <laughs> players. Yeah. Yeah. Enemy players. And it was like this, like, like middle-aged looking guy <laughs> with that title. I was there. It was really confusing. It was very, very confusing. You know, it's better than announcing your presence through sending a Hydra. Beppo? Ooh. Beppo. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> Beppo getting art? banned for three days. Is that art? Art? Yeah, art. It's art. It's art. <laughs> Beppo's reformed, though. Beppo's reformed. He's, he's no longer sending big dicks in chats. Now he just sends big love. You know? So. Anyways. That was, a, that was a good start. So, I guess we can just jump right into it. So, we want to pick your brain a little bit, Robin. Um. Okay. So I guess, I guess, first of all, you can just, I mean, not that anyone watching isn't going to know who you are, but, you know, tell us a little, maybe a little bit more about yourself and maybe how you got into TFT, how your hair is so nice, etc. Um, all right. My name is Robin. I'm 19 years old. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, uh, I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm, tw I'm actually 29. Um, born in 1992. I got into TFT like a lot of other people. I don't know how you guys got into it, but I never played Dota Auto Chess. Uh, I just played League and it was in the client. Uh, I just checked it out. It was pretty fun. And then um watch some scara vids on what econ is and stuff like that <laughs> and then uh mm -hmm. start playing a lot and then i reached challenger set one um i don't even know how like okay i'm not, I'm not like no ego but like i don't even know what how like i got good at the game like i don't remember when it started like clicking <laughs> like i just like i just i guess it just came natural to me um and then and then, yeah played set one set two set three then I quit my job, and then starting from like set four, I was like full time, and uh, and here we are, yeah. Yeah, let's fucking go, the goat. Let's go, <laughs> the absolute goat. Yeah, I feel like um, there. Are... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna. I was. Uh, how my hair is so nice? I just got a haircut yesterday, so okay, ah. here we go. Oh, just like so. rank one and 20. two and a getting haircuts in the same. <laughs> that, that's a little. That's a little <laughs> yeah, yeah, You guys yesterday. go together or what? <laughs> You fly with Boston, Robin? We actually cut each other's hair. Was, yeah, we uh... cut each other's hair. <laughs> I will be right back. I am scheduling a haircut for tomorrow. Um... <laughs> That's how, I guess how, you, how you get good at TFT. Whoever's rank one is just the one who just got the most recent haircut. Oop. Yeah, I'll I do it. <laughs> um, I guess you can also tell us a little bit about regionals if you'd like. Uh, I mean, you know, 
I mean, I guess your your thoughts going in, like your preparation, you know, if you knew you were going to just absolutely shout at everyone. <laughs> yeah, um, preparation, I didn't really do much in-depth preparation. All I did was just like play a bunch of games, uh, pick some people's brains. I didn't really like, I, I, I don't know who did this, but I don't, I don't, I didn't really like go into like every uh, person's VODs and view like what their comfort comps are, what their like habits are and stuff like that. I think you, you could, like, it actually really helps. Because like if you have the like, if you have like the time for it or whatever you can you can like go to every player's stream or like vods and see what their um every player has like their little habit right yeah like you know someone who like fake swaps you know someone who actually swaps <laughs> like uh like I remember one time Soju watched my board Soju was like oh I was like fake swapping Robin's like and then Soju was like oh no he's not gonna swap he's not he never swaps he never swaps um so then I was like okay he caught on so like I actually have to swap uh next time yeah <laughs> the five like, all mind yeah it's all mind games um. But yeah, I didn't expect to do. I mean, I, ex I thought I was like, I didn't expect to go one 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 one. But like, I had a uh, pretty good confidence into making it at least to the final lobby, because I made it to the final lobby for set three and four. So I feel like I was, I'm pretty consistent in doing that. But then like, I think um, I, I was like, I always choked in the last lobby. Um, so uh, in my mind, I thought I was gonna get into the last lobby, but just get like sixth, like always, like 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 other sets. Um, but then uh. More dog got me this time, and then we ended up like popping off. So it, it feels great to like uh, break the curse. Yeah, of. I bet. But and yeah. then you broke it in a, a hell of a way. Yeah, the, the super <laughs> pop off. Yeah. Yeah. like that scoreline yeah, yeah, yeah. in that lobby. Yeah, that's fucking uh, cracked. I mean, I took it one game at a time, and then and, and then like um, I took it one game at a time. The first the first game when I got first, it was so like I don't know if you guys watched, but like I shouldn't have gone first that game. Like, I'm pretty sure Karum should have got first, because uh, he had, like, Teemo 2, uh, Heimer 2, everything. My board was, like, super scuffed. I had, like, Galio 1, like, Lucian 2 with weird items. Uh, but I think I had a really, really lucky fight RNG. And then um, I just ended up winning the first game. I was, like, super hyped. Second and third game, I guess it didn't really hit me after, until after the third game. I was, like, I was like wow, I won three, three first in a row. Like, I'm probably guaranteed if I just, like, don't go 8-8. Eight eight. Um, and then, and then uh, the Yasuo game, it was... Yeah, so game, I don't even know how I got first, but the, last, the game six, it was like a free first. Yeah, so that game was wild. Technically, I got like five. Technically, I got like four first, I would say. Because the last game was like, <laughs> no matter who played it, I think they would have got first. <laughs> it ended up being like, what was like a six, four, six night KO, like KL2, fourth items. It was, yeah, it was cracked. No, game. stage two, I had Varus. Yeah, yeah a... I had Varus two, Poppy two, Leona two, Aatrox two, and I yeah. got home. Yeah, I was like, the dream. I think okay, you got I, tome as well. I didn't. I didn't see the tome. Yeah, that's insane. One three. I saw the triple Aatrox orb. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a more dog diff. Actual more dog diff. And actually, game five. I was watching. I was like, okay, Loki. Like, I, I, and I know we're all like, we're we're all like upset at that Pocky like lost the tiebreaker like un unlucky. But like, I Loki think Pocky threw game two because I was watching his. Not game two, game five, because I was watching his it. positioning, and yeah, I was he like, he, he should, he should win this every single time. And yeah. I saw the positioning, I was like, this is not it at all. No, no, no. He, it was. I, I guess it's like nerves or something. But yeah, for sure, that game costed him at worlds for sure because that he should win that like ninety nine out of hundred times. What was the board? Um, he had he had six spellweaver Velkaz. He had three spellweavers oh. and a redeem spell. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. And he had and he had, and he had, and he had Volibear too. And, uh, okay, yeah, that's and, a... and Ivern too. Um, but like oh, me and Ram, me and Ramblin were going through the vod yesterday, and uh, it's just like if he just like did, if he just like clumped up better, or if he just like frontline his Volibear, he would have won like 
hundred percent. Um, but like, yeah, yeah. And those and those speak to it's tough. Derbs, yeah, derbs are hard. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. tough. And also, I I wrote the uh, shroud. Like I like when the carousel came out, I was like shroud. I was like shroud, and then it came up, and then <laughs> I edged it, and then um, but like I feel like even with shroud, he should win if he like positioned better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six failure is like an insta wipe if it if it goes off. And, well, yeah, six failures is gross. Yeah, as long as like insane. as long as my Diana doesn't cast on his Vel'Koz, I'm pretty sure he wins every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And his yeah. his comp was just not keeping Diana out. So yeah, it'd be like that. It do. It do. Well, I guess uh, we can stay kind of on the regionals topic here. And were you surprised? So you said. Um, I was you were surprised by yourself going like one 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 one. Uh, was there any like, did the top three surprise you? Did people who like, got to the top eight itself surprise you at all? Yeah. So um uh, so obviously um I miss Void Sins uh mm. was kind of a surprise, but not that big because honestly I, I played Johnny with him Sins. on solo queue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. John, his on Johnny Sins account, he's actually a beast, and he played really well during scrims. So I was like, okay, this guy is really really good. So he's not really an underdog. Um, I guess Soju making it to the last lobby is like kind of a surprise as well, even though I, I thought he was pretty good. But like, um, I think it's a, it, like it, he's been memed on right for for so long, so that's kind of a surprise. I think a Bertosaurus placing so low was a surprise to me because I think he was like I thought he was one of the favorites going in. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch his vod, so I don't know if he laureled or not. Um, but that was a surprise to me. Um. Mm, I guess that's it. I guess Ramkev not making it to the last lobby was also a surprise. I didn't oh, watch his games either, that, so I don't know if you like. <laughs> that day was too sad. Oh yeah. my god, that last game. <laughs> oh really my god. for the Lucian. I oh. I can't go back. I can't go back and watch that vlog. It would actually make me puke. <laughs> Wait, did you? It was, was it low roll or like did you like misplay? Okay, so it was a low roll opener, right? I was yeah. like I don't know, like sixty ish health probably at round round like going through round three. Yeah. Um. And I think I played it really well. So all through round four, I won streak. Uh, I got like six Sentinels. I had the board. I didn't level at all. So like yeah. by the end of round four, I was still level seven, but I had like a lot of gold, right? Because basically I hit one Lucian. I was like, okay, this is stable. I won't yeah. roll. This is my board. And then so like going into 5-1, I had like 50, 50 gold to roll. And I rolled all of my gold. I didn't see a single Galio. I didn't see a single, single Lucian. I didn't see a single Sentinel. I was like, oh my God. Oh, this is the worst. It was so hard to watch. It's so bad because, like, you feel like you played it really well coming... If you go from a low roll situation and you can manage to swing it like that, it feels so good. But then, like, afterwards, if you don't, like, if you don't get the reward afterwards, it's just like, ah. It feels so bad because, you Uh, you like, you just lost the luck, right? Like, Uh you played it really well. Yeah. You're in the hallway passing more dog and you just, like, whack the books out of your hand after you finish picking them up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like a weighted coin flip, so sometimes it's just bound to happen. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, that's what it, what it is, what it is. No, I was I was shocked by who got into regionals. I I, I was shocked that Burke didn't get through, because he was my pick to, like, win the whole thing, actually. Because he was, like, popping off in the duo's tourney. And then, you know, it was, like, I think my, my top three was uh was Bert, um, Kevin, and, like, Pocky slash Robin. Those, those are my, like, top three. Uh, and... Yeah, Bert and, and Kevin not getting through where it was, was mind blowing for me. They just I think like they they've been playing so well lately. Um, but I haven't seen Bert's perspective either, so I don't know if it was like a low roll thing or if like I, I'm sure he wasn't playing poorly because Bert plays really well in general. But yeah, 
For for me, it was just straight up Soju not going like fifteenth, because it's yeah. it's Tony Soju. We all meme him, but like I think I was watching his literal first game, and I saw him roll like twenty gold on six, and I was like, never mind, Soju's got this. Like he's actually adapting to Tony. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once you once you start watching him on day one, it makes sense. But like going in, we're all just like, okay, he's just gonna do his normal thing and play super greedy and just bomb out. But he didn't do that, and like kudos to him for adapting to tourney play finally. Mm -hmm. Um, but Loki, Loki, the world, not the, yeah, the world's reps didn't even surprise me because Spencer was my Spencer was my pick to win. Like it didn't happen, but he still made it. We kind. We all, I think we all predicted Robin to make worlds, and Milk, I think I put, put him 7th on my tier list, but my reasoning was like, he's either going 2nd or he's going 12th. Yeah. And he ended up going 2nd, and it's like, okay, Milk, Milk was here on a good weekend, so he made it to worlds, so it's not even that much of a shock. Yeah, I mean, I think regionals is so stacked to the point where, like, honestly, any three of the players... Yep. If you take any three and you say, oh, these are the three players going to the world, you're like, okay, yeah, that makes complete sense, you know? It's... I would say, like, number one to, like, 13, 12, we're all, like, equally good, I, I think. Mm -hmm. I think, like, the, there's, like, four players that are, like, weaker than everyone else. The parody on day one in scores was nuts. Like, the, oh, yeah. the entire day, like, all 16 players were only 14 points apart. Like, that's actually nuts. Dude, you know, like, the stars literally had to align for me to make it. Because um, Kiyun and Goobums had to get first and second in the other lobby, while I well, I get a top four for me to make it. And oh, really? For, for day one at the end? That's yeah, insane. It, the last game, I was like, real, I was like, you have to be top eight, right? I was like 14th yeah. or 13th. Um, and I needed, I needed a top four, plus I needed other players not to get top four, right? Um, and then I ended up getting third, and then Kiyun and Goobums in the other lobby got first and second, which took a lot of points away from other people. And I edged away with eighth, eighth place. That's so insane. It actually, it's Protagonist. actually crazy. <laughs> Jesus. No, that's plot armor. That's plot armor is fun. <laughs> I guess it gave me more motivation for uh, day two because I was like, mm. okay, like I got blessed to like inch into finals. So like um, the pressure's already all gone. And I just like. You yeah, it's like you're on house money at that point, right? So you just. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the pressure is, is kind of not there. Once the pressure's not there in tournament, it's so. Like, I feel like that one of the hardest so, things about tournament is just. Yeah, yeah, not like. Playing with no pressure compared to like really, really like worry about your performance is, is such a difference in play. Um, and it's yeah. so hard to make like because you second guess everything, right? Because it's a game all about decisions. So if you say start second guessing everything because you're so worried about your performance, it, it gets so difficult to like be confident in yourself in the middle of a tournament. So yeah, that's the difference for me in mid set and honestly, Giant Slayer series. Like compared to compared to set four regionals, just for me, like set four regionals, it was like my first tourney i just showed up and just kind of played and i actually did well and then going to set five it's like okay now i have expectations now i'm not doing so well and it's un it's rough like starting to deal with that pressure but it's just it's something we're figuring out it's, i think it's something that the people who succeeded at regionals it's because they've been through that tourney pressure so often that yep. they that y'all know like Y'all know what it's like. Y'all know how to deal with it and how to handle it and kind of, like, minimize its effects. Yeah, you'll get used to it. Like, um, it's just like job interviews, right? Like, um, yeah. in the beginning, job interviews, I was, like, super nervous. Like, every job interview, like, I would dread it. And then, but, like, after you just keep going and keep going, like, you get used to it. And you don't get nervous anymore. 
know? Yeah. It's like everything in life, right? Just do it a lot, and then you, you'll, like, get used to it. I think uh, I think a lot of people talk about, like, the ladder player versus, like, tournament player thing, but a large part of that really is, like, how you deal with nerves, I think. And I think a lot of it isn't necessarily just, like, like, you know, yeah, this guy's a ladder warrior, you can't perform in tournament. It, it's more of, like, a... Like a lot of that that experience is like how much room experience you have, how comfortable you are, like in a high pressure situation, and then getting used to that is just a huge part of starting to perform in a tournament compared to ladder play. Um, obviously, there are some playstyle things as well, but and like the you know the tempo of the lobby is gonna be different compared to a ladder lobby more often than not. But uh, I think pressure is one of the like if you're a top player, you you'll be able to adapt to that kind of lobby style. Like you know more often than not, um, the pressure is one of the things that like is not something you can just you know, adapt to in, like, four games, right? Four or five games. You need to, like, really have that dialed in over the course of, a, like, you know, a few tournament series, like, you know, a few sets um, to really, like, feel it out, I think. So. Like, um, like, Ramkev, like, uh, I don't know if you guys, like, he's a good tournament player, right? But if you guys watch his stream, like, when he competes, like, he doesn't look nervous at all. No. Like, he's just, like, oh, God, no. he's, he's having fun. serious, but he <laughs> also gets so hyped. Fun. He gets hyped, right, when something happens. And, like, it, he's just, like, locked in. So then I think I think that's why like um he's like a really good tournament player. I don't think he get do you get nervous, Ram Kev? I feel like you don't even get nervous. Uh no. I I mean like Yeah, not really. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it's mostly like uh I try to use like the adrenaline kind of to mm -hmm. sort of even like kind of improve how I'm doing in the moment. Yeah. Like uh mm -hmm. I think if you hype yourself up, that's a good way to get, like, through the nerves, in a sense. Uh, because I think, you know, when you do get nervous, a lot of the times, one, you second-guess yourself, two, you just kind of miss important details. So, you know, I, I was even, like, I wasn't streaming this, but, like, when I was doing the ladder climb for, uh, for, for, for Snapchat 5.5, it was literally, that was all adrenaline. Like, I was just using adrenaline and, like, hard, like, hard sweating every single game. Because I feel like it was actually making me play, like, at least a little bit better. Especially while, while I was sleep deprived, because I had to play, like, 25 games a day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd hit one of your lobbies That's and be off. like, okay, I can't talk to him, can't talk to him, can't talk to him. <laughs> Hi, Ramkev, and get Norse. <laughs> Especially, like, doing those games off stream, too. It's like, okay, Ramkev is sweating this. Like, Ramkev wants this really badly. And some yeah. sometimes, like, like, if you... If you have like that drive and that motivation, even if there's like pressure, because we're all like, oh, Ramkev's gonna go for the spot. And at some point, like you get high enough that like the, pr even if there's no like external pressure, like you have that internal pressure on yourself. And at that point, if like you can, you can get through that and use that to like fuel things, then at that point, you're just so locked in that it actually fuels you. And I guess it did, because I mean, Frank won <laughs> finally. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, all it took was not reading chat ever. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but they have, they, you don't listen to really chat's ideas? Chat's challenger. Tass yeah, challenger. what? what? I listen to I, I think all my players are chat. There are a lot of challenger players in chat. I just collectively rank one. Clearly, you should always listen to them. But yeah, yeah. I, it's just like sometimes it's the way I think about it is sometimes people will have reasonable opinions about the game, but the great part about TFT is that. You know, no single opinion is, you know, always correct, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's infinite the, ways to play the, play the game. Yeah, there's infinite ways. But the thing is, like, if I hear somebody who has a reasonable opinion, that means I'm probably not listening to my own opinion, which yeah. more often than mm -hmm. not is actually going to be slightly better. 
And so, like, you know, if I'm saying, like, oh, I should do this, I should do this, then it's actually, you know, lowering performance at the end of the day. If you, if you really think that, like, you know, the knowledge base that you have is, you know, something something really good, then, like, that's the thing with reading chat is, like, you don't really get to make use of, use of it that much. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone has like everyone has their own playstyle. So like, even if mm -hmm. someone else does something like, even though it may be like mathematically more correct, um, if it doesn't suit your playstyle, then it's not it's not good for you. Also, like if you start okay. doubting your, yeah, that's why reading chat's bad. Like even though like um they might like help you out sometimes, um, it's better to just like stick to how you play. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I think one of the the biggest like reasons there's a skill gap in TFT is like people's willingness i guess to like so if, if you're watching a, a top player stream right let's say you're like a master's player you're watching a top like a you know top 10 genre player stream and they make a decision uh you know i think it's very easy to take that as fact uh, you know you don't like you don't it's hard to be like confident enough in yourself to weigh that against your own opinion and like like internalize that i think then like i think that the thing is you can say like you can watch a stream and the challenger player more than likely is right there right um but you have to make sure that you're internalizing it and not just like you have to make like that your own knowledge. You have to add that to your own knowledge base rather than just like kind of stealing it, or not rather than just like like borrowing it for a bit, right? You have to steal it, not borrow it, basically. Yep. Um, which is is a big wall that people run into, I think, like just in general in, in in TFT, where it's it's a game that it's like really hard to be confident in the decisions you're making, but you have to be, and you have to like be willing to also say like I'm wrong here, but now that's mine, which is tough. <laughs> so. Yep. Something I realized from like reading chat and anytime I like remotely take a chat suggestion, like Robin said, like we all have our different strengths, but going along with those strengths is we all have like we're we most of the time actively dedicate our mental energy and our mental space towards playing to those strengths. So like someone in chat suggests something that's taking up mental space that even if it's for like a slight optimization. Like that's still taking up mental space for the optimization that fits your play style that you know how to do exactly. And that's cool. even if you add like like you said, even if you add something that's like mathematically more correct, like you're not playing to your strengths as much. You're not dedicating your mental space towards that. And especially like me as a player, I think a lot about mental space. And this is something I coach people a lot on this on like doing big roll downs. Like, I'll see people, I'm like, okay, you're about to do a huge transition, you're about to roll 50 gold, this is what you're playing, and they'll, like, hold every, they'll, like, hold units to take them out of the pool, and after the roll down, they'll be at, like, 30 gold left, and I'm like, okay, so why did, why did we take the, all these four costs out of the pool? You're just taking up mental energy and mental space, and that mental energy you spent to take units out, you got, like, this tiny mathematical advantage, but you also didn't finish your roll down. So, mm -hmm. like, was... Was that mental space you dedicated actually worth it? Not really. Yeah, I mean, Socks, how, Socks said it, like, the EV is not worth, right? Holding those units. Yep. So, like, whenever I coach someone, I'm like, stop holding these worthless units. Like, there's no point. And also, like, also, when they're rolling down, I, I try to tell my, my students, like, try not to play, like, two flex. Like, you're not new battle. Like, you're, you're not, like, the baker of TFT. Just literally, like, roll, roll down for the specific comp. <laughs> Don't, like, okay, oh, shoot, pick up all these units and, like, make their own like flex yeah. board like most of the time it's not going to work out you have to so, build yourself up to that you know you can't just yeah like for yeah. me i feel like i'm one of the most like unflex players like i look at accomplice i'll stick to it and i'll roll down for those specific units like i try to hey. not straight far away from it um mm -hmm. so like 
whenever I have like a, I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm playing flag. Like I'm playing, I'm playing. This is a new battle board. When I have like <laughs> two, 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 whatever, right? So, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm a I'm a strong supporter of not holding. Uh, because I know Bertosaurus, he holds every unit right before he rolls down. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he still does that, but uh, he he he's one of the guys that does that. But I think he can because he I, he's just like a like a prodigy or something. Yeah, it's yeah, it's tough. Crazy. It uses so much mental energy to like hold everything and then also think about like I, I think I, I I'm more on the side of the like the new battle kind of play style myself. So mm-hmm. today, for example, I was super tired and I literally like my roll downs because I'm I'm so used to just holding stuff, seeing angles, and then selling what I don't need. Right? I, I was literally so tired. My my roll downs were just like D. D. Think for a second. D. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I think so. So the the moment that I got like really, really good, like around set four point, like during like during the four point five period, uh, like if people know how I play, I literally play like everything, and I like mm-hmm. to hold everything, and I like to play everything. But like the one thing I had to tell myself is like. You have, you have to commit at some point. You have to yeah. be like, this is what you're playing. This is what you're going to do. You know, focus focus on this. Um, and that'll, in the end, like, get you really far. Like, there's, like, a difference between knowing how to play all of these different comps and then saying, like, I'm going to play every single comp in this one single game that I'm playing. You know, yeah. like, you know, being able to play the comps is good. Being able to decide when to play the comps is also good. Like. It's, I think, a big thing is, like, when you're sort of, like, it's, like, the idea of being too dizzy, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I think if you're too dizzy, it's actually, like, really, really, really bad. Because then you can't sort of build your board. You can't really devote your econ to going towards, a, like, a specific future. And at that point, a lot of the times, you know, you won't be able to place, like, much better than, like, fourth at the best you know um so like i think actually being able to focus and being able to like choose specifically this is what i'm going to do this game and be like have that one track mindset is actually really good um and being able to like obviously playing quote unquote flex is always like people say it's super good but like it doesn't really have to be i want to play every single thing during this single game, you know, you, yeah. you kind of have to be like, you know, I'll just narrow down my options, narrow it down, and just focus, focus, focus. Because in the end, I think it's like focusing on one thing is actually like really like a really good skill to have. Um, and knowing when to do that is also like really important. Yeah, flex is such a buzzword. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like my play style like fits what Ramcap is talking about exactly too like your range of stuff you can play is bigger than mine but for me it's the same deal and this is also like what i what i teach my students too like you have you have your range of stuff you can play and you go into every game being willing to play and like any of these comps but as soon as the game like gives you any kind of direction you just commit to it because if you try to like you try to like slam just like whatever like oh i'm just gonna slam items willy-nilly and they don't necessarily fit the board or fit like a direction the game is telling me to go then you just get so dizzy in stage four and i was coaching someone this week they their opener they had sentinel plus a mf as their opener and they had two two belts two tiers and as i was about to tell them you should it's probably a redemption slam here they slammed warmog's blue buff with an ad opener i'm just sitting here thinking okay 
why are we slamming an AP item that doesn't really work in our current board mm -hmm. when we could slam like redemption, we could greet the other the other two items, the item components, and play for what's right in front of us. Like that's something I started becoming a big proponent of. Like just play what's in front of you. Like there's no need to get that fancy with it. You play what's in front of you, you you see what direction the thing in front of you is telling you to go. If at some point you need to figure out a pivot, then you do that. But up until the point you need to figure out a pivot, you just you just play exactly what's in front of you. And if you, you see other stuff, doesn't matter. Unless you're planning a pivot, it's just gonna make you dizzy and it's going to it's gonna cost you HP. Getting dizzy costs you so many placements. Yeah. It's like why you roll in neutral sometimes too, you know? Does that that four one loss if you don't roll in neutral is gonna be so bad. Oh yeah, or five one loss, not really four one, but you know you can't I mean. lose like three rounds, especially yeah. in a tournament. Like exactly. if you lose a free round at four one five one, like that's like two or three placements probably, and then uh, you're just like out of the tournament. So yeah, I, I always roll like neutrals to like thirty or twenty, because I can't I can't pivot fast enough. So. Yeah, it's super yeah. smart to do. I mean, it's, the EV is just not you worth lose, it. You lose barely any gold. Like just think about like you're paying like three gold for an extra turn to pivot, basically. Right. It's like a yeah. It's like like. Like sacking that that like not really on creep sometimes, and then sacking that that first round is like buying a Teemo. It can be way worse than that. it's like buying like like three Teemos it's at like, once. It's sometimes. like buying two team. It's like buying two Teemos. Like yeah, two Teemos for half the price. Every <laughs> like two Teemos if they were worth half the gold, you know, it, it's just not and worth it, it. Yeah, and like pivoting is not all always just like pivoting to your board. You also have to slam items, and you also have to scout. So like yeah. scouting and positioning is an extra five seconds. So technically, you have to pivot in like what twenty five seconds. So it's like. It's a lot, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's tough this, to do. And rolling on neutrals is something I'll do sometimes too. And like at this point, like half of the community knows me for like rolling down super fast, but I can only do that if I know exactly what I'm rolling down for. If I have like a couple yeah. options, like I roll on neutral still. Oh, it's yeah. so worth it's so worth to get the one turn pivot off no matter what. Mm -hmm. Or like you you guys know how sometimes like I don't know if you guys have seen this recently, but sometimes when I watch people They'll uh, position for wolves. I think that's like such a bad idea. Like moving your yeah. back line, <laughs> your front to, to just not lose to wolves. It's such a bad idea because like that's back. that's the creep round. Then you go into four one. Get the moving back. You have to transition. And like if you're rolling down <laughs> on four one and your your back line <laughs> is still in the front, it's yeah. just immediately. <laughs> just let your vein three be be where your Gallia wants to be. Yeah, it, it's it's fucked sometimes. It's always nice, so nice to be the the person who gets that person too. It's like such a hell yeah moment when like you you're, the, you're playing the guy who's uh you know like Lucian two is in the front line, <laughs> and, like like a solo front line where the Galio wants to be. <laughs> or like they didn't slam items yet. Uh, yeah. Or or like you fight the ghost of someone. Yeah. Items at one. Yeah. Oh, oh it feels yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It feels so, they're so cheesy, good. Like a Zephyr or like a or shroud or something. Ooh. You know my experience for the first time the other day was uh, someone rage quitting at, uh, after they saw my board, but it was at like 3-3. Three, three. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it was, I, like, I mean, like 3-5. They, 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 they were very tilted. They saw my board, they FF'd and I got a free round. It felt probably so his, good. Probably his previous games. And then he probably got mm. like 80. Yeah, 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 for sure. He probably, lost the same, he probably lost the same board twice, so he's like, fuck this. Yeah, I think I think what happened was a DQA hit Nocturne 2 the round before, and he just said, fucking, I'm out. It's the sins. It's the sins. <laughs> sins PTSD. Uh, uh, sins. Uh, sins. Speaking of sins, are so good. Still, like, okay. 
I thought low-key i looked at the patch and i was like i saw the ivern change i saw the volley change i was like okay sins sins themselves aren't getting nerfed but i'm pretty sure they get worse just because the revenant frontline buys so much time for them they nope sins are still really good i played sins earlier it was such a free first it's so broken like yeah i think yeah. you know what's you know what's broken uh open for draconic into sins like that oh, like that like, you know how usually you, when you have Draconic, you probably play, like, A-Bomb, A-Bomb, Delcos, whatever. But you can actually just play uh, Sins as well. Because, like, you just full stack until 3-5, and you have infinite gold. You have even more gold than normal open four, right? And mm. then um, you're more likely to hit, like, all your stuff. And if you hit all your stuff, you just, like, free win. And uh, you don't even need Sins Bat, right? You just have four Sins, and then, like, it's, like, whatever. Mm. Also know? Sins Bat, like... Fiddle is the most broken thing ever not just because like what it does to fiddle but also like how the interactions it creates with other boards because the natural tendency against sins is you want to clump up you want to protect your carry from the knocker from the diana yeah. and well first of all i've seen so many bad clumps and my diana just gets on the carry anyway but even yeah. if you get like a proper clump that keeps the diana out since bat fiddle just right into the whole team and yeah. it, actu it actually, like, removes the, like, only type of counterplay against Sins. Do you guys think there should be Sin nerfs before uh, Worlds? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, like, what, I do. Like, would the nerf be, like, six Sin nerf, or...? The thing is, I don't know, I think it's, I think it's tough to nerf Sins. I think like, the biggest problem with Sins is, like, what they do to positioning, right? Like, when they're in your, your like, queue of who you can play, like, I feel yeah. like Sins, it's just, it's, like, such a... A toxic thing to have in the game, but you yeah, can't take I them mean, out. <laughs> I do think they should think about nerfing like four and six, just because like you stabilize on four, you stabilize on six. Um, or look, you stabilize on four, you win. You win on six. But like the thing is, I don't know if they really should be nerfing something like like fiddle, for example. I think you know if they nerf fiddle damage, it's not just like sin fiddle right that's taking a hit it's like you know yeah. if you wanted to play fiddle carry or something right it's like well now that you can't play that anymore um i think that like it's it's really just like you know you shouldn't be able to stabilize just because you hit nocturne two plus like a bunch of revenants you know yeah uh like they shouldn't honestly, be doing that much damage i feel like four sin is fine like six sins it's, it's I, also yeah, really, it's, it's too six sins really it's too easy to get because you can make this mm -hmm. map yeah yeah oh yeah for was... sure like there are people you know you the spat start people will just like right off right off free spoon since that <laughs> i've seen i've seen someone slam since bad at one three yeah <laughs> and not even, not even play sins for all of stage two they just had a sins bat chilling it's a I'm message yeah, sure you, you scare them off that's a true dgen yeah. true dgen true, yeah you well, once you embrace the degen, you start doing things like that, no, you and know you're what just that, like, you, you get people off. You know what that does? Yeah, um, it makes people not play sins. Like, yeah, you, exactly. You, you scare them off. You're like making a statement, you know? It's like yeah. the mech, but like actual. You know that you, you, you let people know that you're not pivoting, you know? Yeah. And you're not just like typing it. You're like showing it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ping it after though. You gotta make it and ping it so everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't let that shit fly under the radar at all. Um, I feel like the thing with six sins too is that they're like, the worst unit in the synergy is Kha'Zix, right? Which Kha'Zix 2 can still kill stuff. With 6 in, Kha'Zix 2 can still, like, shit on people late game. So, oh you're playing, like, no Chug bad Chug units. Speaking <laughs> of Kha'Zix, you guys seen the Kha'Zix 3 Chug Yeah, yeah, Kha'Zix yeah, yeah, yeah. is actually pretty good, I gotta it's say. It's actually good. It's actually good. You get an IE Hodge on that thing? Like, any other item, blue buff, decap? I ran into it. 
Black. A core for that comp is I Hodge, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think sure. I Hodge. And then everything's like whatever. I, I played against one today with a, it was IE Hodge RFC. I literally I had like position perfect for it. I zephyred it. It did sixteen thousand damage and won the round. <laughs> At like it, like four it, two. It, it, it all heals from Hodge, right? That's why it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, that that unit's something else. Okay, so it's a so it's glove opener then, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mostly, yeah, for sure. Okay, so yeah. if if you start glove and you get like Cossacks two one Gragas, just you can you can commit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cossacks yeah. two one Gragas. Yeah, you just send it. <laughs> I feel like it it promotes the degen playstyle because you do glove start and you either play you the one Cossacks reroll, you can flex Cossacks reroll, Nocturn reroll. You can just you can flex either assassin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's I know what so I know bad what when you know they're in rotation too because you're like, oh my god, do I actually have to clump for this one sin player that's in my rotation? And you don't fight them for like three rounds and you're just fucking clumping like an idiot. Yeah. Like all of your units are there, you get hit by every single AO, you're like, oh my god, but I could fight the sins next. <laughs> hey, you know what shits on sins though? Is uh is six redeemed Varus three. The Varus reroll, oh, you get yeah. six redeemed in like eight. If you have a, you have to put on a spam most of the time, but it actually like Varus is unkillable if you have a Hodge. Like he just mm-hmm. he will he will want like he'll face tank and Nocturne three face tank at like that while getting fiddle ulted and then just kill everything. <laughs> it's very fucking broken. Uh, and you get Sintra. I realize yeah, Lucian with good positioning also kill also can beat Sins. Yeah, because like if you, mm-hmm. I noticed like if you put Lucian and Cubby, he'll he'll alt towards the right side of the map. So and that's where all the sins are. So we'll just mow down all the sins. And yeah. I've had I've had a nocturne. I this was today. I had a nocturne jump into Illusion's face. A nocturne three, and it still got mowed down. And this is like post nerf. Also, like so. when I play Illusion against sins, I don't know how the AI works, but sometimes when I corner Illusion and I clump it up, if he doesn't move, um, then I win. Yeah. Like sometimes the sins jump, and he doesn't move, and he starts attacking the sins when they jump. But then sometimes he just walks up and you just lose. Yeah, you see like, them do like awkward curve up. And you're like, oh my god, not again, Lucian, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you just watch the middle still, board. If he stays still, then the outer air, uh, minions uh, units die. And when he starts shooting, he just kills everything, right? Yeah. But do you guys know how the AI works? No. <laughs> I swear <laughs> sometimes, like, like I'll be playing Draven, and sometimes he's like the biggest fucking smurf in his sins, right? Like, he, he doesn't walk yeah. up. Like, I'm clumped. He doesn't walk up. He just starts whacking the Nocturne. And sometimes, like, I'll be clumped. Everyone spreads out. And, and Draven takes this path through the board, right? Where he's in, like, bottom left. He ends up, like, the middle of the board in yeah. Nocturne and Fiddle, like, behind oh, it. Yeah, just like, yeah. like, what the fuck did this guy just do? <laughs> like, they definitely paid him off. I don't know. It, it's... The position against Sins feels so inconsistent, oh, which I think one of these is, is broken. We can agree that it's inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, okay, it so definitely, they need it to fix that, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, they definitely need to fix that. <laughs> it feels like a 50-50 right now. It's either your carry's gonna Papega or your carry's gonna, like, stay in one place. Which, mm-hmm. you know, credit is better than before they shipped, like, the last quote-unquote AI fix, where your carry would always Papega and just walk to the middle of the board and walk up, like, yeah. 100%. So we do have improvement. Yeah. To be fair, it's still inconsistent and can be better. So yeah. it's it's uh, we're we're sure that it's not due to where the non sin units are placed. It it could be you know right. I, I you know don't. I mean? Yeah. I don't think like it is. I think if they're like, far far enough away, what might be happening, right? If you if you're corner clumped and yeah. like there's some far unit, if it's not in range, I assume they that they they're gonna walk up a little bit. 
I'll walk off. Um, Even that oh, doesn't okay. feel consistent, though. I feel like sometimes, like, yeah, stuff will start walking not. and the carry will not walk. I feel it's... like they're always not in range, because they're, uh, they're always back. You're always back. Yeah, they should, yeah, yeah. They should always not riding. be in range. Yeah. They should not be in range. So I, I think yeah, it's, it's just, like... not consistent, though, yeah. Whoever cracks that code is just going to climb, like, a 1,000 LP. Yeah. I just <laughs> wish they would make sins. They jump, and then you target the sins immediately. Yes. But how will I have my Nocturne 3 one-shot causes? No. <laughs> you should have him so that he's jumping and not the one that gets targeted immediately. I mean, do you guys think sins are, like, healthy for the game? Or, like, or the I, shit, should they be removed? I do, actually. I don't think the current version of sins, though, is healthy for the game. Yeah. And that's just because, like, sin fiddle. But also Diana Viego. Like, those, like, backline CC sins, I do, like, I really don't think it's healthy for the game. Like, yes. fight in set four was, like... <clears throat> Excuse me, we're like pushing it a little, but like the one in Pike is fine, and it's like it's he's not always gonna like CC the carry and just completely fuck it over, but like Viego yoinking the carry entirely, just yeah. making sure it does not play the game. Diana like throwing it around and Diana throwing the carry in position for Nocturne to kill it, even when you like keep the carry safe from Nocturne, like that's not healthy for the game, even though I think sins themselves are. Oh, wait. Oh, okay, no, you're, okay, good, we're you're good. good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's yeah, play a quick I, game. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. I was just gonna say, like, there. I'm just thinking about Zed carry from set four when it was balanced, not when it was like OP OP. Yeah. But after it got like a bunch of nerfs and people could still play it, but it wasn't like auto top four even with set two, mm -hmm. right? Like that comp, like what was the max CC on that comp? Right? It was like Galio dropping, and it was a Pike stun. You know? Oh, so true, like. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, Sins, what do they have? They have Fiddle, who's going to ult your entire backline and kill everything. You have Diana, who, like, pops your backline unit to the front so that Nocturne can kill it immediately. Yeah. You have Diego that steals your units. You have Volley Bear that just yeets your board. Ivern. But before Ivern nerf, like, Ivern yeeted your board after Volley Bear yeeted your board. Like, yeah, I don't... It's, it's too much. It's, it's like, that's the thing. Like, Zed was literally, <laughs> you position Zed right, you can win. <laughs> You position Zed wrong, he's dead. You you Dude, can't that... forget the seventh sin as well. Frozen heart is that? Oh yeah, <laughs> the seventh I just sin. CC sins have. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy, insane, right? It's Watch. insane. It's not okay. Like Literally and they have Pike. And they have Pike. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid. Okay, I'm I'm twenty twenty sins. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like like, and then if you get a tier or a chain, it just goes instantly to frozen heart, and then like you have even more. You know, it's like. It's fucked. Anyways, the game I want to play. If you could take two units out of the game, what would they be? We can start with Jirachi. Diana Viego. <laughs> even though I'm going to have a little <laughs> less fun, like, popping people with Nocturne, it's Diana Viego. Not even close. I already know one of Appy's answers, by the way. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know. <laughs> Appy's is about to, to do the thing. Do the thing with thing. Uh-uh. What are you, Robin? Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know about two, but I have one. It's actually Aurelia. I feel like, mm. okay, Aurelia, I feel like Aurelia and Olaf, they share the same traits, and they're one and two cost. Aurelia gives you too much value early game. Um, like, honestly, at, at, at the high competitive level, whoever hits freaking Aurelia is, is, has so much value. Yeah. Going into, it has too much value, actually. Like, my, my games, when I got one one one, I hit Aurelia, three Skirm, three Sentinel every game. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's a big reason why uh, I got first. It's just too much. It's such a big tempo play. If you don't have Aurelia, you're weak as hell. If you have Aurelia, it's essentially a fawn, right? Because you have like an extra spot to play a unit. 
I don't think they should ever, I don't think, not ever, but I don't think they should have, like, we were, I was talking about it in my chat, like, what other units had two of the same traits that were one and two cost? And mm-hmm. we came up with, like, the, uh, the Maokai and, uh, the Elderwood, Elderwood, what was it? Elderwood, Elderwood and, Brawler, Brawler yeah. right? Oh, but that was, Nunu. Nunu, that was Nunu and Maokai, but Nunu is a three cost, that's different. Yeah. It was yeah, the, yeah. it was the Woodland comp, what was it? It was oh, and, oh, yeah. Druid in set two. Druid Druid. Oh. Yeah, but Woodland Druid's kind of like Hellions, though, right? So it's yeah, like, yeah. It's different. Too much yeah, it's not just like pure raw combat stats. Yeah. So, like, can you. Oh, yeah. Some, someone thought of a, a Syndra and Nami from set two. Ocean. Ocean oh, Mage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that broken? Like, I, I mean, Syndra it, wasn't, it didn't Nami. seem as broken, though, but what do you guys think, so? Was it? I think. What did they do? Uh, what, what about the. What about the. Abby's the what were they called? Until set three. What the, I think Pyro, like wasn't Zyra? <laughs> who did Zyra synergize well? I'm trying to think about like this because I remember at some point Zyra was like super OP and there was like she had like really good synergies. Oh, oh, Nami was a five cost. No, it was Syndra and Vladimir. Syndra and Vladimir. Syndra and Vladimir for um Ocean Mage. Oh yeah, that was perfect. yeah Ocean Mage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but besides that, I don't think there's any like. I mean, I, I just think that it's too it's too broken early game, and I mean, as 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 much as I love Aurelia, I don't think it's healthy for the game. Yeah, if you get an Aurelia, you just get so strong. As long as you have the old, I mean, like, yeah, it's like such a strong one and two cost pair. Or up to Kevin. Oh, uh, I'm not, I honestly n- not too sure. I feel like one. Oh dear, I'm just kidding. Oh no, no, you can't. Take... <laughs> oh. I would want to bring things back. I want Triple Archangel's work to be back in the game. If I can use one of those to say what? I want Warwick back. Okay, if you've never played Triple Archangel's Warwick, don't talk to I, Actually, I figured out how to play it by the end of set five. I only went one and two with Warwick carry. Um, but outside of that, I actually want I would want Volibear removed just because like it's you know, I figured I figured it out. Like if you position Folly Bear in a like in a correct spot, Velcos will never be able to play the game unless you have Trap Boss. Yeah, because literally the Shojin Velcos mana timing on Folly Bear alt is it's <laughs> right as he starts to channel it. You would actually <laughs> rather be shrouded against the Folly Bear with Shojin Velcos. Then be positioned on the same side as Vel- as Volibear because literally, Velcos starts his ult as Volibear is about to land, and <laughs> yeah. so the ult gets interrupted and you can't play the game. I like actually think Volibear is um. I actually, I mean, I don't know if, if if I want it to be removed, but um, I think I I when I Volibear was released, I thought it was such a it was so cool because it was a legendary unit, but it was so simple. Mm-hmm. It literally just jumps up and CCs the like a really big area, but I just thought it was like so simple. It was just like one jump, mm-hmm. and then um I thought it was like bland. But then the more I think about it, I was like, oh, it's it's like Annie kind of like it's like simple but like effective. Yeah, I guess right. like Annie mm-hmm. from like League, not TFT. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like just like a, a one liner of description. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, um, I mean like the set four of legendaries are literally like. All had their own unique traits. All Samira? weird. Yeah, Samira, <laughs> Pain, Set. Like, shade like, on, on Pain. He's gonna go all go and do push ups and on Kane, not shade. You. And Volibear, I jump in the air. <laughs> yeah, there's some crazy five costs, and then Volibear is just yeah, he's like a trampoline. Yeah. 
Right, I mean, so Abby's your champion. You want removed from the game? Yeah, you know, I would. I believe with my both of my my options just to get rid of one here. Now I wouldn't get rid of him. Just replace him. Uh, Thresh. Fuck Thresh. That unit is so fucking broken. <laughs> like, just put in yeah. Blitzcrank. Get you Thresh. Put in Blitzcrank. I'm happy. Yeah, Thresh is better than Blitzcrank. By he far, it's, it's not even close. He just checkmates boards. It's so yeah. fucking annoying. Like, I think the only unit I lose to more than like sins like all like like the only thing i get more tilted by than sins is just when like you're playing a board you have no like four range shitter to take the thresh hook and like you just always get hooked no matter what yeah it, like it, thresh kind of changes the meta because you have yeah. to play a a, a corner bait yeah um, which you sometimes you don't want to play the corner bait it's actually really bad for your board but there are a lot of if, yeah yeah like, i was saying like, it forces you to play ash right mm -hmm. like and yeah. then when you get auction it's like awkward right it's like three rangers and you can't really you don't really want to drop ash when you play mm -hmm. draven you want to play mf but like you don't want to play four forgotten sometimes so it's yeah like, or you want to play diego so over mf but like you're like how like how <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, like yeah. The, the single unit just checkmates boards makes you like play a shittier version of your own comp and it's a two cost it's a fucking two cost like literally in cabs at the beginning of the set i was pulling vain oh like i get offered a a Draven. I see a bunch yeah, of Dravens. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I don't care. Like Draven's not good corner. Vane has just right. exists. Yeah, yeah. Draven two or Vane one. I need Vane one. <laughs> one. All yeah, the, yeah. which is so weird, but it's like I need the corner bait. Yeah, and then sometimes they just decorner anyways, and it's like, like what? Yeah. You know, fight RNG makes them decorner. Like you know, let's say like like four out of ten times, and they do in your fight. And you're like, well, what was I mm. supposed to do? It's it's not fight RNG. It's how frontline like, gets positioned. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If it's anything, so say like your vein is in the right corner. Anything to your left of the middle, she'll walk up to try and hit because yeah. as long as long yeah. as anything's to the left of that, she'll walk up. So which there's some ways you can actually play around that. You know, I can corner my carry anyway because their front lines all the way over, and my carry will walk up and actually protect itself. Yeah, but I meant more of like, know, uh, like, like if the front line, like if the unit, like let's say Vayne's hitting dies, right? Like let's say you shroud Thresh, Vayne, the unit that Vayne's hitting dies, Vayne walks up, but like you have RFC Draven and Draven's still in range for the next unit over. Vayne will walk up, Draven gets hooked. And it's like, yeah. Even sometimes when you have a corner bait, Thresh still grabs you. Yep. If you're, if you're yeah. second hex yeah. and depending on the angle, it still grabs you. Oh, yeah, 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 like the position of Thresh. So it's it's like, like 50-50, I think, yeah, but then like... Yeah, yeah. or if Viego ults so the corner bait, bait, so like, <laughs> if Viego has the corner bait, Thresh won't yeah. hook the Viego unit. He hooks the... Oh, yeah, 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 I did that in one of like my games a couple days ago. I was like, oh, oh, this is so easy. I'll just put Viego on the corner and Thresh is always going to hook the it's Draven just Zephyr because I just suck their corner bait. And like, even if you have Trap Claw, like, I swear, like, even if I have Trap Claw, I'm like, oh, I have Trap Claw. I, 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 should, I should be safe in the corner. But then sometimes something always pops a Trap Claw before yeah, Thresh yeah. Traps. Like, like a random poppy one around. just like whacks the the, the trap yeah, claw and then you just like, get hooked anyways and it's like what the fuck's oh, yeah, the, the point poppy thresh combo. <laughs> or like an auction oh, swings yeah. by pops everyone's trap claw <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that is the most annoying shit when an auction will swing by Wait, and just auction, literally auction pops trap claw yeah it's so yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, annoying yeah. this is a thing i realized in the first week of the set like oh someone has trap claw the block thresh hook just teching an auction i was taking an auction into cabs just to pop trap claws Wait, why does it pop trap claw it's, a, it's an ability yeah who knows I think it's the armor yeah. shred probably counts as I mean, ability. it's like, uh, because yeah. Aphelios also <laughs> just exploded. <laughs> Literally, someone has a radiant trap claw, you put an auction, they don't have a radiant trap claw anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the radiant item now gives 50 HP to everyone on the board, that's it. It's so stupid. Especially if you have a Runans on him, because then he just pops, he literally pops everything. It's, yeah, it's something else. It is something else. But it, I don't think I mean, it blocks I'm... the auto's damage, so it still does the same amount of damage. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, like, I think, uh, because set four had Aatrox, which is, like, kind of like set, or kind of like Thresh, but, like, I think the difference is that, one, Aatrox is, like, a four cost, so it's, like, well, he's kind of hard to get, but, like, and also he doesn't guarantee ult every time, but the other thing is, like, um, they also had Azir, right? So Azir (laughs) soldiers, and even, like, the the target dummy, right? Like, you have things that you can just stick in the corner that are never, ever, ever, ever gonna move, right? So, so, like, you never have to be worried, but, like... But also, like, Thre- uh, Aatrox just grabs you in, right? Thresh grabs you in slowly, mm-hmm. so it's, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're, like, stunned oh. the entire time. I'd rather just, like, just pull me in now so I can, like, get it over with. Yeah, right. Like, he's just, like, stuck in the middle doing nothing, like, getting grabbed in slowly. It's, it's rough. The set design just doesn't support the unit, I don't think. It's, yeah. If I, like, I feel like if we're close to, like, a set 3.5 in terms of corner bait, like, what's available for corner bait, and, like, how much you want to play corner bait. And, uh, and Thresh is just, like... Like straight out of four point. <laughs> like, like he's like cast right away is annoying. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it casts twice, right? Yes. So it casts yep. once, holds your corner mm-hmm. bay in. Second time, it casts, it gets a carry. So well, his like... synergies are insane as well. Like being a knight for like being a knight for Thresh, like the, the units you can play him with makes him yeah. so fucking broken. That's that's I, a big reason why Fortnite is, is really strong because mm-hmm. the Fortnite units are all really strong. Yep. There's no unit that's a waste on the board at all. Yeah. Naked Thresh too, just. Get me out. Just get me out. I'm gonna... I hope Ken's watching. <laughs> you know, You're like, oh, we got a surprise for you. Set six. He's We're getting Ken on the show at some point, just so you can bitch to him in person. That's the new goal. I, I, if we get Ken on, I can't bitch in person. I, I cannot. No, no, you still have to bitch no, in yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it'll, be, it'll be 2 p.m. It'll be 2 p.m. I'll, 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 I'll be like, oh, I'm so happy you're on the show. And then I'm like, Kent, nerf Thresh, man. Like, look at this unit, man. Uh, my my fucking my Yasuo three, the only unit in my backline on my board, just got hooked. I, I can't play it the game. Do, it used to do more damage, right? I think that's the only nerf. Yeah, got. yeah, damage is not the way to change that. <laughs> it is not. Maybe like CC timing or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, my my, I've I've fully thought myself. So I'm not gonna bitch without taking it out first, right? I I I think what you do. So thresh one is two pulls, right? It's two pulls and less CC. So you just normalize that as the duration the entire time. Or you just give him like 200 mana and make him cast instantly. I think there are two ways to make him less obnoxious, and those are those are the, the ways. Just make him Blitzcrank. Yeah, literally, just make him blitz, make it Blitzcrank, or just like make Thresh one CC. Like this, think the CC timing, like Thresh one throughout the the whole thing, and maybe like Thresh three should be like Thresh two right now. But like I don't know, I don't know. Anyways, what, I don't know for the Thresh agenda. What about <laughs> like like taking? Not taking a not taking one second of stun off of Thresh, but like taking one second of pull. So like on Thresh yeah. one, it's it hooks, stuns a second, pulls a hex, doesn't pull a second hex, but it's still stunned for a second, and you apply that to Thresh one two three. Yeah, because like also the drag is part of why he's so good. Like yeah. it's not the stun is. It's whatever I can deal with it. It's the displacement. Like I, I played a Kale game today, and it's Kale, so like I don't have corner bait because I'm playing like Knights and H- Knights Aatrox and Rel, and I'm just watching my Kale get dragged to the middle of the board, and I'm yeah, just like, right? I it's hate like, this. It's like the Jax just... ordered like like DoorDash to like a free Kale, and then the Thresh is just the like the the driver, you know, <laughs> and then it's the just, ja- just the rest of the Jax. It's crazy how a two cost unit can change a fight. Yeah, for sure. Basically. Like Kennen as well. Kennen let you like old Kennen, the two cost unit that like Kennen 2 could literally just like win it. And even less, I think less so to the degree that 
Thresh. I think maybe that's that's wrong. I think they're on the right board, right? But like you like tech in a random cannon two on a board with no synergies, and cannon two would still change a fight. Like Sage Yeah, forward. but the thing about Cannon is he also had the Papega he has yeah, yeah, yeah. he has the Papega AI where <laughs> yeah. sometimes yeah. he'll just run through the line and just he'll <laughs> be in his own animation and not move at all. Okay, like, what? Too. It's like no yeah. running in place. <laughs> yeah. Thresh is literally Every single time, like guaranteed. Every time, <laughs> he, he he will not fuck up. That man does not miss. <laughs> yeah, we had topics for today, and Thresh is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had topics, but we just talk. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, we're having fun. We talk about what we're we enjoy. Like. It's fine. Yeah, we talk about what we love. Thresh. Thresh. <laughs> Yeah, I love Thresh. Thresh is my favorite unit in the game. Uh, I always play it on every board, especially when I'm in game with uh, Check's Notes, TTV Spicy Appies. I play in the game. Thresh, I hope they have Thresh, Aatrox, and Blitzcrank next set. Ooh. Yeah. I would rather play a Thresh one on my board. I'm going to tell you, so yesterday, I like there was a board, I was playing Yasuo 3, right? And uh, there was like a Heimer 2 board. They didn't have Trap Claw. I was like, man, how do I beat this this board? I was like, oh, I know. I had a Thresh one in my shop. Hooks the Heimer, I win the fight, like, instantly. <laughs> like, no synergy Thresh won. Just instantly won the fight. Like, oh. like what the fuck is that, man? <laughs> you know, I just remembered something. You guys remember uh, set three set three Thresh? The, the, the Chrono the hook Thresh? one? That yeah, that was, cool. that was cool. You know how you have set three? It's the same exact thing. You put Blitzcrank on your bench. Yeah. It's functionally the same exact thing. Thresh pulling in infinite blitzcranks is so oh, funny. You so just, you're funny. like, infinite blitzcranks, infinite ergots. <laughs> god. Oh yeah, Thresh ergot, oh my god. I, I miss blitz. Blitz was so much less bad. It was so much better than, than Thresh. It was so much healthier than Thresh as a unit. Yeah. Because it was, it was like, counterplay to blitzcrank was really straightforward. And some, yeah. sometimes you still didn't, you didn't like counterplay, doing the counterplay, because you're like, I don't really want to shift my unit in that one hex, but like, you see the Blitzcrank and, like, you know, I can, can put, put melee this unit, unit here mm -hmm. every time and it will get hooked every I'll just time. Put, I'll just put Choke at it in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> like, every, every unit on your board could be corner bait against Blitzcrank. You have I to have, realize like, like, how meta is changing the Thresh is. Like, yeah, he's, he's insane. Ja even when you're playing Jax and uh, Yasuo or whatever, like a melee carry, you also want, like, a, um, like a corner bait. Yep. Because, mm -hmm. like, you, you second roll your Jax, if you don't have a corner bait, he's still gonna get Thresh hooked. Especially if you like RFC on Yasuo, he will always be the furthest range unit on that board. Mostly. Yeah, like, unless you're playing, you know. Yeah. So that's why, like, if you're playing four Legionnaire, Draven, you actually want the Callista one, or, like, the fucking mm -hmm. the Kale. Oh, yeah, yeah, I play Callista one a lot of the time over, like, any other Legionnaire. It's literally just because yeah. Callista has the most range. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, the only... It's, she, she's only four range Legionnaire, besides Ace Kale, but, like... Less expensive. Oh, can we talk about Draven for a little bit? Yeah. Um, yeah. Draven just got a buff, and I think he's pretty good, but I don't know what's the most optimal board. Like, because for Draven, you can either play four Forgotten, you can play four Legionnaire, you can play four Knights, or you can play Ironclad. Like, but you can't choose all of them. You can only pick, like, two of them. Um, what do you guys think is, like, is the most optimal Draven build? Low key? Try six Legion Dravenair. Let's trick six Legion Dravenair. Wow, six Legionnaire Draven. That shit. Yeah. It, it, so what you do is it's like like, like I last whisper in any defensive item like like Radiant GA like normal GA whatever or like RFC like Radiant RFC. That unit literally it, it's like meta changing. The the thing about the meta right now right is it's very like like except for sins it's it's very kind of ping away at a board right like there are a lot of night boards a lot of like there's not a lot of like rev right now 
there's some, you know, but like like a lot of like the majority of boards in a game will kind of consist around like Rel, Ironclad, Knights, and some kind of like AD carry or like Sentinel and stuff like that, right? But uh especially against like Sentinel and Knights, six Legionnaire Draven literally kills everything instantly. There's no ramp time for stuff like Kales, there's no ramp time for like like Sentinel Shield to give a bunch of attack speed and stuff. He literally just kills everything instantly. It's fucking insane. I've been playing it a lot lately, actually. So that's mm-hmm. that's my take for the day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I feel with, Dra- with Draven, also, like, the thing is, you can sort of mix up the item combinations, really, based on, like, like his traits allow, like, his traits allow for you to make up for his deficiencies in whatever item you're missing, right? So, like, mm-hmm. ex- unless you don't have Last Whisper, in which case, you're, you, if somebody takes, yeah. like, Ironclad, you're, you're just fucked. But, like, yeah. if you have Last Whisper, right, like, you know, you can have BT... Like, if you do, like, Last Whisper BT Rageblade, for example, you can just play, like, Forgotten, right? Because you yeah, don't have yeah. to worry about healing, you don't have to worry about the attack speed. Um, you know, I think I saw Dax yesterday, he was playing, like, Hurricane, Last Whisper IE, or was it BT? Like, I, I just think they're, like, there's, they're, like, a lot you can, you can sort of put on him. Uh, like, RFC is, pro- like, also fine. You know, as long as you have Last Whisper and you have, like, some kind of, a- like, AD item... Um, even then, you don't really need like a like a hard devoted AD item because like you 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 put a BT and you just put in four forgotten. That's like all the AD that he really needs, right? So it's like I like I like how um, the synergies you can play around him really just is like if I don't have this, I'll put this synergy in, and yeah. if I don't have this, I'll put the other synergy in, right? Like you don't really have to sort of force your you you can really just play around whatever items you hit and it also lets you like slam the items early right you yeah. don't have to feel bad about it so if you're missing attack speed and healing you you take in four legionnaire if you're missing ad you take in four forgotten mm-hmm. um if if four knights is good you play four knights uh, yeah basically he can be okay, he so can, yeah, he's such a cool unit i think yesterday i had okay yesterday i had demon slayer hodge hodge so what am i missing there would you play last whisper I mean, you're, you're just missing like armor. Yeah, but if you're if you're if you're if you're if you have Demon Slayer Hodge Hodge, I think like it's yeah, four you forgotten, probably need right? the attack speed. Four for yeah, uh, it's, it's probably two forgotten. Like, what's, what's you have foreign? you have double Hodge. I guess double Hodge. Yeah, is yeah, two for yeah, two forgotten, four forgotten four or four legionnaire. What do you think is more important? Uh, I think most of the time four forgotten because you can play. It depends if you have Viego all the time. I think because you can play Viego Thresh if you have four forgotten. But if you yep. don't have Viego all the time, four legionnaire can be better. Um, yeah. I think I it, played four Legionnaire, it felt great. And I remember mm-hmm. I took out four Legionnaire for four night, four forgotten, and it felt worse. Yeah, he's because like mm-hmm. he's missing the attack speed with that build, right? If you have yeah, yeah. like Demon Slayer Hodge Hodge, he doesn't really have the attack speed to start off with. Yeah. yeah. So that's why like the four Legionnaire is good. Um I think uh also if you have raw stats, you wanna so like, it's kinda like the more like items based on raw stats you have, like the like Hodge Hodge, right? It's like it's raw stats, it's raw AD, raw AP. You wanna get away from four forgotten on that because it doesn't really scale at all. Like you want if you have like like crit or like GS, you know, you want to go for the or like like rage blade. That's like kind of multiplicative with um with how forgotten works, just giving you a bunch of raw stats. You want to go for forgotten, but the more you have like you know raw AD, raw AP, etc. on him, the more you want to go into legionnaires. Yeah. Same thing with like deathblade on him. If you have deathblade, like you can do two forgotten. Like you already have more than enough AD. And it's same deal with Jax, actually. Like, I if you have Deathblade on Jax, it's just you don't have to play Skirms anymore. Like mm-hmm. that yeah. that amount of raw stats lets you just drop a synergy, lets you tech in something else, and that yeah, that's really cool. It's cool unit. It's just like le- the legionnaire units are like 
I mean, you're playing Draven for sure. And then I think the other one is probably Aurelia because Aurelia is like a really, really good tank. And then mm -hmm. I think the other one is probably either Callista or Kale for backline bait. And then you have a third. The fourth one is like free. But I think um, I've been playing Riven a lot. Yeah, the stun is nice. It complements Garen uh, if you yeah. play four knights. Mm -hmm. But like, but like, it's never Yasuo, right? And it's never like, would it ever be Callista Kale? I don't. Or... I don't think it's worth playing Yasuo or like. I think if you want to. Like if you're investing in the three the three star legion or the three class legionaries, you probably just want to go six legionary because it it sounds like it sounds shitty because you're just playing like Riven two, Yasuo two, etc. But like six legionnaire with a thresh on seven, if you're, you have to play tempo, you can't just like have a bunch of one star legionnaires, right? Um, it's not something you can play every game, but if you have that board, it, it's like such a tank buster board that it, it literally like every unit actually does it does stuff. You have like hundred and whatever percent attack speed from six legion. And Draven gets to the front line super easily, and then he won't be like once your front line dies, Draven he has so many stats from like Forgotten from Six Legion that he won't be tens. Um pretty hard. So, Six yeah. Legion actually it feels a little bit like Six Slayer from set 4.5. It's like yeah. you look at it and you're just like, okay, playing all these units, like the synergy is insane, but the I have to play so there, many right? shitty units. But yeah. the thing is, once you play all these shitty units, there's just so much stats on the board. They just bulldoze through teams, even without items. Yeah. So I can I can totally see like six legion being viable that way. Also, in four Loki, I think it's always Riven. Just you can get stun value out of her. Like it's not the biggest stun, or it's not the longest stun, and it's like she doesn't do much else. But it's a stun. It's something. It's value you're getting out of that slot. Yeah, I just realized Legionnaire's Spat would be insane then, huh? Yeah. The yeah, Legionnaire's Spat's fucking broken. It's so broken. Dude, um, I, I, I keep thinking Legionnaire's Spat's uh, Spat and Bow. I've said so, this so oh, many times. Yeah. <laughs> and I just get Hellion MF, and I'm like, dude. During the uh, like the initial like climb to see who would be in regionals, I think I was like, I was like ranked two, and I slammed Spat and Bow to make Legionnaire's Spat and just got a Hellion Spat with no Spat, like no on my board. It was so fucked. <laughs> I didn't live that down. It, it was so bad. But uh, yeah, Legionnaire's Spat is so broken. I honestly, though, I think um, a lot of the time on a Draven board, I think rather than play the uh, like the extra Legionnaires, I, I like a lot of the time I like to just like play Diana. Like Diana plus anything is, is really good because if you have a Diana yeah. two on a Draven board, like she fills in so many gaps for that unit because like yeah. he just can't keep up DPS wise, like 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 AOE wise, right? With a lot of like with Thelios, with Lucian, etc. But he does, he scales well, and he is very good at single-target DPS. But Diana provides the disruption to kind of let Draven do his thing. So that unit, like, like no synergy Diana on a Draven board is still practice fought. So. As you compare it with Viego, so it's like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really good. I also played Loki on my six sensible boards, too, lately. I've been playing Ironclad. I've been playing uh, Thresh in Diana on eight. And it's so good. It's literally, like, if Thresh you have six sensible with Thresh, Diana on eight... You literally yeah. don't lose a round until like stage six. That it's so, pretty good, actually. It's so fucking broken. Like no synergy, Diana. Like, assassin, I guess, because you have pipe most of the time there. But like, mm -hmm. it, yeah. it's just insane. And, like Ironclad just isn't worth a stat line when you can just instantly kill a backline, <laughs> or like they just like make someone not able to play the game. Yeah. Also, if you want to play Ironclad on with the six Sentinels, it's I mean it's a Nautilus Rel, but low key, Rel two even like even. With, with no items, even if Arel is upgraded, she feels kind of underwhelming now. It's so weird. Like, every time I tech in Arel, I never feel great about it. Unless it's in, like, 
unless it's in a jacks board which there's so much going on in the front line anyway she'll always cast she'll always get a ton of value off but when she i've seen rel 2 not cast went without items and it's so different it's so different from playing her in six redeemed because like you stack her she's going to cast like four times a fight but if you're not stacking her at all you're not really if, even if you're playing her for like three redeemed like it doesn't do enough i think it's the fact that like you can't get three ironclad you can't you can only get two uh in in lucian boards so yeah. like the two feels like not it's not worth enough. it yeah yeah well you could be playing like such high value units compared to like i feel like rel is so expensive too and like this like you don't really need frontline cc on that board right because galio is not not really dying anyways like he's doing his thing like that board really values backline disruption and so, like, Thresh Diana on that board just fills in every gap you could ask for. Also, like, um, I think a lot of times you're playing Lucian in the middle, right? And then he doesn't even get the real shield. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. That's something I, I noticed a lot of people doing, like, third hex Lucian. And I realized, like, third hex Lucian, same side as the carry, always hits that carry. So, like, it's actually just straight up optimal to do that. And, yeah, so it doesn't get real shield. But, like, also Diana Thresh, like, it's backline CC disruption. They can throw the carry into Lucian's alt. So it's, yeah. you just get a ton of value out of that versus just random two ironclad. Although, you know what is fun? If you have Akshan with Sentinels, <laughs> being able to shoot the Akshan to the backline and then getting the Rel Shield yeah. on the backline. Yeah, that is sick. But you don't, you don't get to do that. You have to have Auction. You have to have Auction too, though. Otherwise, like, yeah. Yeah. Auction's so good if you two star him. Mm-hmm. And no, you can I have good items. Play Auction. I, it's um, tough to hit. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I, I, I probably carried Auction like one in like three hundred games. I think. Like I just never get to Auction two. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Also, like a lot of players, even at regionals, like a lot of them got Auction two, right? Like Setsuko and like Milk and stuff. Like, Milk had Auction two like every game in regionals. I've seen them play. They they would hold every single Auction on their level 8 rolldown, and even keep it over Econ. But for me, I always sell it if I don't get Auction 2 on my initial rolldown. Like, I, I, maybe I just play one Auction, or if it doesn't go on my board, I literally, I just sell it. And, like, that's why mm. I never get Auction 2. Um, but I definitely need to play it more, though. I think the issue with Auction is, once you hit Auction 2, like, it's nuts, but Auction 1 is so bad. Yeah. It's so different yeah. from, like, Kale Teemo, where, like, you're on a rolldown, yeah. you can play Kale pretty consistently, because you just need one Kale. Like, one Kale, you can top 4, but... Akshan, you only hit one Akshan on the rolldown, and you're playing specifically for Akshan. Like, it's just fucked. And you're not, you don't yeah. want to really sell your two star four cost items onto Akshan one yet. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like awkward. And like, if you have Last Whisper, it's like, what is he doing there? You know? Yeah. So and like, uh, it's like the items that he wants are like are really hard. Like, once Riven, like, once like the Riven three angle became less of like less desirable, right? Uh, I feel like, like building like Runan's Deathblade. Like BT became a lot less desirable. Like you can run a real Runan's BT and play the Jax game, right? But like, I feel like he really needs Runan's Deathblade in BT to like really pop. Like, like he can play with other items, but like auction one with those items will be really good, right? But it's so hard to like get to an auction with with those items. I feel like because like your your mid game is just like like you you roll for like Riven two. If you roll too much, you, you can never find auction. Then like you can't really like the Riven three isn't like necessarily top four anymore after the nerf. So it like the angle just became a lot less consistent i would say like the the like rfs or the the runans like deathblade angle it just became a lot less consistent after riven got nerfed i think there's a i think there's a riven reroll comp going like it's for legionnaire riven reroll i just got shit on it yesterday i played i played kale like fully capped kale and i got shit on by riven three he had four legion he had had four legionnaire 
He had like Radiant Titans, Runon's Last Whisper, and he just like melted yeah, all my Yeah, claps. Yeah, I, I think there's a secret like Riven reroll like for Legionnaire comp. I think it's very a... tempo heavy though, right? Like I feel like you need to have a lot of Ribbons oh, already. True. Yeah. He had a stacked Yasuo and stacked Riven, um, like mid game. Uh huh. Yeah. So it feels like you can. That's good if like you have the like the opener for it. But it's like like I feel like before you could kind of like build the right items for Riven and then like stabilize Riven too hard. Like almost like how people stabilize with Nocturne right now and then just like play from there, right? Um, and like you either reroll Riven if you get more Ribbons or you just play Auction. But now it's like. I feel like the Ribbon 3, if you, like, go to, like, 1 HP, the Ribbon 3 is not a top. Like, the Ribbon 3 will die and will, you know. So it, it makes it spot a lot harder. Yeah. Oh, have you guys tried a new Yasuo? Oh, he, he feels so good. good oh, he, he feels, feels so good. good. He's a smooth boy. Not, not spending all of his time ulting. Yeah. And just... <laughs> we've oh, all been in that spot where, like, you know, like, it might be, like, Yasuo versus, like, like, like a backline, like, two backline units, and they're doing enough DPS that he literally just goes... Without yeah. autoing it all in between, like that's gone now. It feels really good. Wait, you just get stuck they, like that. Did they change that? I didn't even pay attention. Yeah, yeah his, 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 um, time. his his animation is like uh, smoother now. It's faster. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Which is like a huge DPS buff because like yeah. before, like think about it, if you put blue buff on Yasuo. Like I saw somebody in game. I forget whose stream I was watching, but they were playing against a blue buff Yasuo, and it actually like looks good because. It's actually not like he spends half of his time ulting and then maybe get one like one auto or something, you know? Oh, dude, yeah. the Riven, the Riven reroll guy with stack Yasuo, he had blue buff hodge mm -hmm. and it, it destroyed. Damn. Him. Yeah. I think blue buff might be good on Yasuo and also like Winsu's too, because like you you just like um you the, the, just like the cast time is smoother now. So mm -hmm. I feel like he can also hold like like obviously you don't want a Shojin on him, but he can hold Shojin a lot better if you get to like a Velkaz. like stage like stage three. If you have like a Shojin on Yasuo, it's fine. Stage three, yeah. stage four, he'll still. Yeah, he'll be fine with it. So he just he's a lot more consistent. Thank God. I love that guy. <laughs> Low-key Archangels might be better on him too, because like if he's if the animation's smoother, then he's casting more. So he can mm -hmm. eventually over a fight, maybe you can get an extra cast off, and that benefits Archangels so much. Yeah. Got a theory craft. <laughs> yeah, Yasuo yeah. is just cool though. He's I'm, I'm so glad he's back. I I think with the thing with the Yasuo like getting nerfed so much is that like there is no check to just like big tank like like stat heavy front lines right like three ironclad front line like like I mean yeah a lot of Yasuo's damage I feel like on stage like before you get items on him and stuff it's actually just physical right like stage four like stage three and if people are running like lions and ironclad units and stuff it, it's like really tough to actually get through that with uh with the Yasuo or like you know without the true damage to really back it up so I'm glad he's back. Not on Ironclad, and if it should if it should be in the next set, I don't want it in the next set. <laughs> I'm actually low key. I'm okay with Ironclad being in the next set, just because like we have Mystic, like, and I kind of like what they did of like the Ironclad. The stats on Ironclad aren't as high on the stats on Mystic, just because like there's more physical damage in the game. Because every unit autos, not every unit deals magic damage. Like I'm low key, I'm low key okay with Ironclad sticking around. I, I just feel like um I just feel like for Mystic, there's a lot more things that lower MR, I think. Like Static Shiv, mm -hmm. Garen, Ionic Spark. But whereas in armor, it's only Last Whisper and like Akshan. Is there anything else? No, that's it. Not sure. That's it. If you don't have Last Whisper, you're you're fucked, right? So it's like yeah. I don't know. 
I think but. the reason they put iron, mean, honestly, I think half the reason they put iron fighting was just because of failure. Like, so I think Mystic is being a whole board effect, right? Because like AP units generally hit the whole board. You know, like Ari, Asol, Velkod, etc. Where like historically, I feel like like AD units have been very like like Warwick, Ash, Jin. They're single target for the most part, right? Um, they're like single target with like maybe light chip on other units, but now that like, like front back. I feel like a Felios being in the game made them think like okay, we can now do AD casters that act kind of like an Ari, like a a soul. So they they want iron they want ironclad to kind of make up for that. I think if they keep ironclad in without a caster like an AD caster like that being in the game, it's gonna be really bad. <laughs> it's gonna be really bad. So that's my two cents. It's very overwhelming sometimes. They just like auto bought four off, not having last whisper them playing, and like there being two jaxes in the lobby. Yep. Oh yeah. It feels yep. so bad. It feels so so bad. Draven no last whisper. Okay. Well, I can't kill anything. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes right? jacks no yeah, last yeah. whisper. That's oh, a flow yeah, key. Yeah, no last whisper. The lowest of keys, like the, I think that's part of why Runan Runans is so bad because even like Jax, who is theoretically one of Runan, like one of the best users of Runans, I don't think he even wants Runans now because like I think last whisper is just way better on him. Like I think I think Last Whisper Titans is just so good as your Titans, second third. I think Titans is broken. I think yeah, Titans, Titans is, so good. I think Titans is busted. Yeah, it's so. And cool. Ra- Radiant Titans is actually low key so absurd. Yeah, it's also really good on. Uh, I mean, D- Dasik was saying how he thinks uh, Titans is bis um, Lucian. Um, yeah, I bet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I, I, I was saying that too. Like, um, yeah. last patch at some point, I think I had like JG Hodge Radiant Titans Lucian. I'm like, how? Like, that sounds best as so strong. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> absurdly good. Yeah. And even even just like normal of the entire thing, like and it's that little bit of extra tankiness that lets him like that li- lets him live a little bit longer and heal back up to full again. Uh, so the thing about Titans is that it's good early game, it's good mid game, it's good late game. Yeah. Um it's a good way to use a bow, it's a good way to use a chain. It it's a good defense. slam that never falls off. It could be a frontline right. item and a backline item. So it's like Right, yeah, like start. like Titans have like the Hodge effect coming into this set. <laughs> you know, like, like three, you know, no one used to slam Hodge, and then like it got buffed, and all of a sudden everyone slammed Hodge in three point five. Or was it three? I don't care. It, like everyone, you know, all of a sudden had Hodge mech, like full dodge mech and stuff. Because yeah, that's what it feels like. Robin, now you know I've been chain star for the past like set and a half. <laughs> yeah, I know it clicked. Like I saw Protosaurus got chain star. I was like, I was like, why is this guy going chain star? And then I thought about it, and then like, but like, do you still think chain star's good now that with gargoyles nerfed? I think like, it's, I not, think not it's good, still good, but like, like, real, like the best. Um, I've, I don't think it's the best, honestly. I don't think it's ever really been the best. I think it's uh-huh. just always been good. And I think it, it's always good in like flex metas where both AD and AP is good. Like, yeah. if, if it's a pure AD meta, then like Vest sucks, get it out. You just want to start the AD items, but in like the cur- in the current meta, when the meta suits it, Vest is always going to be really good because there's just so much, sl- so many slammable items out of it. And I think, um, in set four point five, when Locket was good, like I think yeah. I looked at the list of chain items and I was like, I do not All feel good. bad slamming any of these straight yeah. up. Hmm. Yeah, chain yeah, items are so good. Able to slam Locket. I'm yeah, just being able to slam Locket. <laughs> <laughs> Well, is yeah. Locket even an item now? I straight Ram, Ram up can't tell. Ramkamp slammed Locket in one of the regionals games. I, 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 oh no, one of the scrim games, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it would. It would. I think top fifth that game. Sometimes you have <laughs> to slam Locket. Right. Yeah. Like sometimes you have to slam Locket. Like yeah. Like if you're pl- if you're playing AD comp and you're streaking and you have 
you have a Sunfire or a Bramble already or whatever, and you need to kill the Chain and Rod, then you, you should Sandlock it for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though it fucking sucks, I think. Yeah. Or maybe it's not even that bad, actually. I don't know. Why Why is it bad? It gives so much HP. <laughs> That's true. I think maybe the fights are slower. There's a chance. I'm not I don't exactly know. I feel like sure I feel why. like early game. You, if, I feel like early game. If you sound lock it, you always get like most most value out of it. But mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, lock it has always been like the earlier you slam it, the better. Especially if you like, if you can maximize it and go like five units. Yeah. Like that. That at that point is like when it's gonna be the best. I'm not too sure why people haven't been playing lock it too much. It's like. Yeah, maybe it's like actually not even that bad. And it yeah, could so be. Like yeah, I can see it. It's like a meme. I think I part like of it's... it was also volley. Like late game, like late game, locket fell off as is. But like in previous sets, you could still get some value out of it. Like I mean, I feel like I've never. I feel like at the in the end game when you have locket, it's always just oh, I, these are chain and rod stats. <laughs> yeah, like not, I don't. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really care too yeah, much I, about the shield. Oh well, yeah, yeah, I think um, I think Volibear breaking the locket shield is like irrelevant because like by that time. Locket's not even an item anyways. He doesn't anymore. Yeah, um, he doesn't anymore. So yeah, I don't know why. Like, I feel like early game, it should be mm. a lot of value. Yeah, um, you think. And, you're, and then the, the two components aren't even that bad. So I don't even know. Uh, I aren't do... even that good. I mean, um, so I don't even know. Like, well, maybe it is good. Who knows? When, when I think about Chain Rod, though, I think like Sunfire Rage Blade. Yeah, early. right. And it yeah, always yeah. feels like better than Locket, you know? You, you, know, what it, yeah. you know what it is? I feel like Locket Slam, like... Think of early game boards right now, like Wagon Slam. Like a lot of them are very slow fights, right? It's like night boards with like a like a ra- like a rage blade backline, or like Sentinel skirm boards, like a rage blade nidalee, or like you know. I think it's a lot of boards that like scale and are, are pretty tanky. So Wagon doesn't feel like it. It feels like if you don't have the punching power to get through, like you're not gonna like. I feel like like yeah, both mm-hmm. yeah, both chain and rod give you an item that punches that punches you through, right? Gives you rage blade sunfire. Both those are super good at punching you through a board. Um, but like. Locket uses both those components and doesn't punch you through a ball. <laughs> I guess it's, um yeah. I guess it just feels really bad killing the chain when you can make a way mm-hmm. better chain item. Yeah. Um Yeah. Killing the rod feels nice, but it's like I guess Locket is one of those items where it's like a win loss, win loss item, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like middle of the pack and like Um, I guess it doesn't scale well into the mid game. I think too. So like, like think of any opener, like any three like mix of like rod chain plus one. And I guess the only one I can think of is like sword, where I wouldn't slam an item besides locket. You know, yeah. like like mm-hmm. I'd slam gargoyle if I got cloak, or like you can slam runes even. You get bow, you slam rage blade, like chain. You just slam. You can slam bramble if you wanted to, I guess. Or you can slam locket, I guess, with chain. But... I don't know, if you have tier, you're, you might be playing AP, and that you're killing a rod. Yeah, yeah. Or you yeah. get like offered rod on like the or like like bow on the first uh, armory, then you can just slam like frozen heart rage blade, which is definitely better than. You know, like, I feel like there's so many really strong. Options you know what I also aren't. think it is? I think it's also the stage two armory existing. Like because chain has mm. such better. We're losing Robin for a second. Okay, Robin's back. Um, but because because stage two armory exists, like because like a locket slam is fine, but in one fight you're getting offered two items, and like there's so many better options out of those two components that you could. That you you just wait run one round and you get an infinitely better slam. Like if I have if I have just two items start and it's lock it. Like I'm not slamming that. I'm just gonna wait till two two. See if there's a belt or a bow or something something good that I can slam and then just slam that instead. Like mm-hmm. you just you you only get one fight of value out of the locket slam. 
versus yeah, it, what you could have greeted. It clicked. It clicked. It's uh the rod chain combination. They're just infinitely more better items to make when you get the armory. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like um, using two good components for like mediocre item. If the <laughs> armory wasn't sense. here, that's why if the armory wasn't a set mechanic, then more people would unlock it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for sure. Ha- which, ha- which happened in previous sets, so. Yeah. Yep. I think also, like, it's just the amount of sustain right now in the early game and, like, the tankiness, you really don't need, like, Lockheed yeah. sort of loses its value in those types of situations. Like, Dawnbringer, you have, sh- like, Dawnbringers, Renewers, Sentinels, no. like... There are no yeah. explosive fights at all. So, like, you <laughs> can't have an explosive fight. It's always right? like, always a grind, except for, like, Ziggs, like, but even then, like, Spellweaver makes it a bit of a, a schlep anyways because then so. like set four you would get away with like playing only backline units for example you know if you have the sharpshooters in the backline or you just have the spell weavers right you could just put three spell weavers on your board and slam a locket and it would be like amazing right because mm, yeah you don't need tankiness you just have first damage right but nowadays it's like well i have gragas i have kha'zix i have you know vlad soraka all of the sentinel units you know it, it's it's a lot harder to sort of just like you know, just put straight damage on your board and just call it a day, you know? Yeah. Which is also why grading for Sunfire is just so much value. Like, every fight is just so absurdly slow. Even with, like, them nerfing Sunfire over and over, it's always going to be an insane amount of value just because of, like, the early game fights are slower as is, but I feel like this this set, they're even slower than normal. Yeah, yeah, you need anti-heal to make damage stick, or you need ramp. There are only two ways to, like, streak, I feel like. Um, or you just have, you know, a, a cracked opener. But most of the time, like, to punch through boards, like, stage 2, stage 3, more so it's, like, stage 3. Like, if you don't have some kind of ramp, some kind of anti-heal, like, some kind of, like, finishing power on your board, like, there's just no way you're going to be able to break through all the sustain in the tank. Thanks, that's... So. Yeah. Anyways, I think we should get into some questions, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we have one... on the mailbag because we we talked about this in pre-show meeting yesterday. So, uh, mailbag question from Spicy Appy specifically to Robin Songs: What is your favorite uh, sussy emote? Yeah. Okay, I don't even know any sussy emotes. The only one I know is Sussy Gone, which is Aegon shaking his ass. Sussy right? Gone is goaded. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll go with Sussy Gone then. What other sussy emotes are there? Uh, there's Sussy Sussy List. So List is one. And there's Sussy Appies. Um, there's. Oh. There's sussy uh, there's, guys. Normal, there's normal sussy. sussy. There is is yeah, there normal I sussy? A, I gotta make a sussy one then. Yeah, is there... it's, it's the yellow among us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um there are a lot of sussies out there. I think a I think Aegon's though is definitely like the uh the golden standard. Yeah. I mean on my on my Discord server people just spam spam because like the, the Aegon one and the Solus one are actually like facing different directions. Yeah. So they just, both. <laughs> There and they like throw their butts at each other. My, my favorite is when someone does like like a bot like a rectangle and then mod check is in the middle and he's just looking at all the different sussies surrounding the mod check. <laughs> 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 it's so good. You have like like solaces and and Aegon's on the sides like in the ass is just pointing at the mod check. He's just looking back and forth. Solus is like a B or something or what? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's his B. Uh, like, yeah. Um, I guess our. our a good follow-up question here. Beppo Carrot asks, does showing cock give a buff to your game? And that will be a 10-minute timeout in all of our chats, Beppo. So have have fun. Uh, uh, I don't think... I mean, I don't think so. No, I, I, yeah, I think wearing pants is fine. No, no one's it. ever tried it before. But... Oh, that's true. I mean, no, Beppo's probably tried it. So. <laughs> you can get banned for us. Yeah. That's Beppo why he got banned. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. 
our uh, first question not involving cock. I do like this, because it ties to Thresh earlier. So why don't you play QSS more on your corner carries? Don't you think Radiant QSS is OP to counter Thresh perfectly? And um, I'm, I mean, I can start like yeah. the thing because <sighs> playing a QSS on your carry, it just feels so bad. It feels like you just need triple damage to make carries work. Like if your carry only has two item, two actual damage items, it doesn't feel like it does enough. So like using the third slot on another offensive item and playing around, like just playing random corner bait and stuff, like using sacrificing unit power maybe a little to have corner bait is more worth than sacrificing the unit power of your carry by not having triple damage on it. I'll say, I think the exception is Nocturne, though. Like, I think Radiant QS Nocturne is insane because of the attack, because of the attack speed buff. Um, and same thing with Jax. Like, any melee, any melee carry specifically actually is fine with QSS because, like, they're in everyone's face. So it's so easy for them to get CC'd that having a QSS is actually worth it because it, it gets a ton of value. But if you're just building a QSS to stop Threshook, and that's it, you don't get enough value for what you're losing in a third damage item. Yeah, I feel like the way to look at a, like a, like a backline unit, it, I, I mean, I think 80 units, how I look at them a little bit is like, they all have four items. If you have a 300 unit, it's four items, right? Melee units, it feels like there's always an extra bump in damage. So it's like they have an extra damage item, right? Because because they're melee, they have an extra damage item. Because um, they just their spells are better, their ADs, like higher base ADs higher, they're, you know, whatever. Um, so it feels good to put a QS on a melee unit because they are much more in the fight. You know, they're much more, there's a lot more CC that's like frontline based. Like the, the defensive item on a, on a backline unit is that they're a backline unit, you know? Um, especially in a set where the only like, so here, here's the thing, right? Think of what CC's backline the set right now. There's Thresh, right? There's like a Rel on an Assassin, but not Rel's not going to generally hit your backline, right? Besides that, there's, there's a Thresh, there's like Diana Viego. Those are like probably the, the big ones that are CCing your backline, right? Diana and Viego, if they start opening your carry, your carry's probably going to die anyway. <laughs> like, well, you have like, Kiss is block damage, right? First off. So. Like, if you play against Diana, a lot of time it's going to do enough damage where, like, an Ephelios will finish you off or whatever. Viego does a lot of damage regardless. But even just beyond that, you're, like, you can position around Diana and Viego, right? So, QS gets, like, you, you lose a DPS item that you need to keep up with the frontline carries. Like, you know, like, a, a two-item Ephelios. Like, what are you going to, like, say, let's say best in slot Ephelios. Um, or let's say your build on Ephelios is, like, like, Last Whisper, Deathblade, Rage Later, like Last Whisper, Deathblade, BT, or Rage Later, whatever, right? So what item are you going to replace with QS and keep up with anyone in the lobby? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think the fact that like Thresh is like the only unit that you can't position around that will CC a corner is, uh, like even Syndra can stop the, like can stop assassins, right? There's just like, there's counterplay beyond a QS to everything but Thresh, but you can't, Itemize a, like your four cost carry for a single two cost. <laughs> to play the counter single two cost, I feel like. It's just like if you have QS, you'll you'll never win any matchup. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's just like not enough not enough value. Like Draj yeah. said it correctly. Like you need with Iron Ironclad, you need three or Ironclad and Knights, you need three damage items or else you're not you're not it's not a unit. Yeah. So but like uh but like radiant QSS is different because you get attack speed. 
So like regular QSS is almost never slammed. But if you have radiant QSS, like it, you can, you can, you can, uh, like if it's your last item, you can put it on Draven or like Jax or Aphelios. Like it's not the worst, but like you'll never be making a regular QSS just yeah. for one, one single unit. When you, I mean, that's why Trap Claw yeah. is so good because Trap Claw yeah. is literally like your a QSS on your yeah. on your uh, carry, so it's like your fourth item. Um, yeah, that's why yeah. Trap Claw is so good. It's not because like the it's not because the uh, the CC like uh, prevention is bad. It's just like you can't take up that slot on your carry. Yeah. Like, if, if you have to give a slot to a QS, even a rating QS, right? It's uh, The only offensive sound of that is, like, 30% attack speed or 40% attack speed. Like, if you're giving up an offensive slot for that, you will just never keep up in fights. Um, so, like, that's why, I mean, if, if, that's, like, like, why even make positioning, like, a thing in TFT if you're just gonna go, like, I don't know, if you're gonna make QS best in slot on, like, a unit, or, like, make a, a set where, like, QS is, like, consistently best in slot on a unit... I don't know. It feels like positioning gets a lot less valuable because like positioning should be making up for that. Like like set four point five right at the end. Like Sedge Aatrox. Like there were units positioned around Aatrox or Nipple, but like I felt like Kale. I feel like, and that's said I felt like Kale needed a QS most of the time, right, to keep up with other carries. Um, Olaf got an eight CC production, but like the fact that Kale needed QS and that set means that the set was like way too CC heavy. I feel like because like. Then what, like, positioning on KL literally was, like, which corner do you want to be on? There was no, like, real depth to it. It's, like, you want to be on left corner, you want to be right corner, you want to dodge the ace you want to be middle, maybe. But, like, there's no, it wasn't, like, like full-on sweat against, like, a, like getting CC'd. It was, like, you get QS or I get, like, I either get QS or I get Sejuani ulted slash Aatrox ulted. <laughs> so there, there's, like, if you don't corner, yeah. you get it, Sej ulted. If you get, if you do corner, you get Aatrox ulted. So I think it's just, it's having to put QS on a unit or like QS being best in slot on a backline unit is just like indicative of like poor set design and in terms of like too much CC. So I think it's good that QS isn't great right now, but uh, on, on front line or backline units, but I also don't think it's something that you can really afford to build right now with like, you know, ironclad yeah. that checks. So. I mean, it's just like, yeah, like Robin said, like if I'm playing a backline carry, why would I ever build QS when, when trap claw is in the game, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> trap claw is just QS, but I can Not put, in a carry. Yeah, I can put items on my carry that yeah, right. You know, do do what I actually want to do, which is kill units. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the thing is like, obviously, in previous sets, QS was really the only way for you to really avoid the backline CC. I mean, you could put trap claw on like your chin or something, but and people did that, right? People yeah, put trap claw on Jin, and people could put QS on Jin. Um, and he still had like the innate DPS where you could kill kill whatever you wanted, even yep. if you don't. You know, I have QS Last Whisper Jin, no problem. I still kill everything that I want to kill, right? But yep. like nowadays, it's like, you know, if I don't have three damage items on my Aphelios, if I have Q oh my gosh, if I have QS Aphelios, like what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, like what <laughs> is he doing? It's probably because is it because is it because of Ironclad? Definitely partly, yeah. Uh, at least that's part of it. But also the thing like on is, on bell cause you can't put it on. Like, you can't QS a bell cause too, right? Like you just won't have enough. Yeah, and a lot of the backline eighty carries, like the the high cost ones, also sort of do have some kind of built in survivability already, right? Like Aphelios mm -hmm. has Nightbringer, right? So he's not all like he's not gonna get one shot all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, Akshan, you know, Lucian, if, if you're carrying them with Sentinels, right? They start off with that shield, right? Like. Yeah. You you really don't need to have like that much survivability on them anymore because they already have some kind of survivability built in. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, I feel like QS is really an item that's built for frontline carries and not for backline carries. So having to build one on a backline carry is just like, yeah, you just don't want to do it. Okay. Uh, next question. Do you guys think that this set is lacking an Urgot Lee Sin type unit to one shot Uber tanks? I get. I guess the rephrase is: Do we think that should be in the set, or like it's? We actively feel like it's missing. Because also theoretically, like that unit, the set is Viego, but like Viego's not one shotting Uber tanks. Viego can yeah. only like Viego sometimes can't even one shot carries. It's not saying. Like, with Urgot and Lee Sin, it was, this unit does not get to play the game. Like, this, any unit. Like, instantly dead. With Viego, it's, this unit doesn't get to play the game, but, like, it doesn't, it doesn't die unless it's a backline carry. Like, we're not taking it out entirely. But we also, had, uh, like, we had Trundle yeah. last set. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. But, Oh, that was now, basically Lee Sin. Yeah, it was. now we don't have... Now we don't have anything, so you see like mega tanks just survive forever sometimes, and I think that might sometimes is a problem. Like mm -hmm. you see like a Leona Leona two with like radiant gargoyle and like warmogs, and it never dies. Yeah, and it, it's a <laughs> it's a one cost. So I don't know if that's a problem, but like I I feel like Lee Sin and and, and Urgot are like annoying. So I don't know. Yeah, imagine Lee Sin in this set. Like your Galio two just gets kicked off at the beginning of the fight. <laughs> I mean, Lee Sin like you need a corner bait again. Like yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I think Trundle was like such a good unit, though. Like when he wasn't yeah. OP, like being able to just have a Trundle that can he was cool, sort of do the same thing, but not completely make it feel like you know you you got fucked for no reason because somebody slammed Blue Buff Lee Sin and you just kick your yeah. unit off of the board. <laughs> yeah, like with Trundle out, you can you can put a Mega Tank in the solo front line again. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas before, you actually have you actually can't do that. You have to like play around it. Um, I don't know how I feel. I I don't know the answer to this question. Like I feel like having a mega tank that will never die is a problem and no counterplay. But I also think that Urga and Leeson are kind of annoying units to deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's hard. And it's even with Urga, Urga, Leeson and even Viego. Now you're always going to have the frustration of like, Oh, and some, sometimes it is cause you messed up. And like, I've had, I had games in set four where I had a unit on front row all the way over on the left hex and i see a lee sin in front of it and i'm just like ah i fucked up <laughs> Bye. Bye. in all fairness is on me but like watching a lee watching a lee sin like that level of frustration even if you think it's good for the game it shouldn't it's not healthy for like the players because we shouldn't yeah. feel that frustrated playing this game like at the end of the day we're trying to just it to some degree we're playing to like have fun yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Shadow Blue Rise, Shadow yeah. Blue, uh, like, LeBlanc, right? <laughs> like, why, why, why make it feel like your players just, like, like, not even outskilled, right? It just feels like there's just this oh, dumb mechanic in there that got, that got through that suddenly forces, like, all of my units to not be able to play the game just because of this yeah. one interaction, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't rise, need though. to, like, if you don't think it's fun, like, why is it in the game? Because it's balanced? That doesn't make it, like, that's, like, we're, you know, you're trying to get people to have fun playing this game, like, even if it's balanced, that doesn't mean it's fun, right? Like, that type of stuff is not fun for the you, the player and the person across. Like, yeah. Even when I see a Shadow Blue Buff Rise, like, perma stun, I just feel like, 
dead inside. Like, this is so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> even, even if you're, like, some kind of masochist who sees Shadow Blue Buff rise and they're like, aha, yes, 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 I love it. Like, that type of fun shouldn't come at the expense of seven other people in the lobby who see that and are just they're just gonna get instantly frustrated like yeah. there's ways to get fun into the game that isn't like i'm having my fun completely at the expense of everyone else yeah like the feeling of losing a rally a close round after watching like you know your my draven and your affiliates really duped it out of our boards where we're going head to head and compared to watching like a blue buff rise you get to half hp and stun your and entire just board, the entire board and you're like what the hell you just sit there like what the fuck am i watching right now <laughs> The, the satisfaction, oh, there'd be satisfaction yeah. on both sides, you know, without being ma massive amounts of tilt, I feel like, so. Yeah. <laughs> Opium. Opium. Yeah. I guess we probably have time for one last question. Give me a quick one. Um, uh, we will do last one. If Darius stayed in set 5.5, would it be different? I guess it's like Darius yeah. compared to Auction. I think it'd be about the same. Like I, I, I didn't think they're I, yeah. Nice would be better probably because nice would be really better as well. Yeah. 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 Like, I, feel, I feel like I don't know if this was just me. It just never felt like Darius had insane impact on set five, which yeah. is part of the reason they did remove it. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a failure. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a cool legendary. It could it could pop off sometimes when you when you itemize it correctly. The Archangel it's just a weird monster. it's just a weird champ because I like, get auto attacks and it's like yeah, it's based off auto attacking. It's weird. Way it's less really flashy weird. than Karen, who just like brings his sword down, like boom, it blows up the board. <laughs> like yeah. I looked at I looked at the numbers with a couple other people, and we realized like Darius has less healing than Garen, and it's gated by or has a shield. Well, in effective HP, Garen's a yeah. shield, and Darius less is people healing. Too. But it's Darius is, is less and is gated by he has to auto attack each to like three times to get the full shield. Garen, it's just boom, slam, instant giant shield. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he yeah. wasn't a unit without Wormogs as well. Where like, I think Garen, like, you can play without Wormogs. Like, it doesn't feel as good, but you know, it's, it's like, it was there. Um, but like, Darius without Wormogs just feel like he'd die instantly. Like, Darius won at least. Like, they, just, like, need to, yeah. they need to make the legendaries just like more flashy. Yeah, like 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 Samira like, and like uh, mm -hmm. like just like make it look really cool and uh, mm -hmm. do some cool things. Yeah, yeah not like, like Darius and Garen could have been way cooler than what they are, right? Yeah, because like uh, it's just you know they alt like they have those like does anybody even remember what the other traits they had were, were? like what what does Victorious do? I can't even I tell didn't you even, off of that. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that uh, Garen had the uh, other trait. The, the God, God King, King thing. thing? Yeah, yeah, the God where he autos and yeah, takes yeah. off. I didn't even know he had that oh, until recently. Yeah, yeah, like, like, if that's their trade, like, come on now. Like, like, you can't. <laughs> I want to see Kane spinning on the back line, you know? Like, they, they never had a trade where it's like, oh, it'll be really, it'll be good against these traits, and this trait will be really good against these traits. I guess they just, like, experimented it and they tried it out. But I guess it, it wasn't a success because, like, you can't really tell if it's doing more damage. Mm -hmm. on the board yeah um so i guess like visually it, it didn't really like it didn't really like click with the players yeah yeah like we couldn't tell even if it was it having an impact on fights i literally could not tell yeah, not really me, but i can tell you right like god. how are you supposed to say whether the god king you know buff made a difference in winning the, the fight you, or not like you know it was super tilting was when someone in chat would be like 
Like, play Poppy over Garen so you get God King. You can't have them both <laughs> in at the same time. And you're like, bro, it's a fucking Poppy one. And a Garen, like, like huh? <laughs> I guess that was the most tilting shit from that set when someone would be like, no, you can't play them both at the same time. You lose God King, Strimmer. You lose God King. No, they're like, oh, read God no. King, read God King, yeah. read God King. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, no shot, man. No shot. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> well, I think... I mean, I think that, that we, we ended up uh, talking about a lot of stuff that we didn't plan to, but it was fun. I think uh, we are coming up on, like, the two-hour mark now, so we might want to, I guess, we can start wrapping it up, so. Anyone have any uh, any last-minute pressing things they want to talk about? Robin, any shout-outs you want to do? Um, Shout-out shout out to you guys for having me. Uh, I think this podcast is actually pretty pretty cool. It's actually, it's cool. It's on Spotify, too, so people can listen to it. Um, just, like, in their bed on their phone or something um and yeah or like who are you guys planning on bringing on as future guests or is that just like a secret um yeah we have a lot of ideas we i don't wanna, know if we want to spill confer- the beans I did confirm with next week's guest if we want to if we want to leak yeah fuck it, we can leak i'm done sure uh, we're getting yubin on next week actually monkey dog monkey dog yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait is yubin from is he a korean player an na player or what He's he lived in Canada for a while. Is I think is Korean and is currently living in Canada. Okay, so he's like NA. I don't know. It, he, yeah, like <laughs> a, Stop, a he's bunch somewhere of stuff. in the middle. It, yeah. He could probably claim either. Yeah, yeah. The, the uh, we're gonna have a lot of cool guests on, and we've already had two cool guests on, but we'll keep keep up the trend. So thank you so much for coming on, Robin. Seriously, it yeah, was no very very cool to do uh, the grace us here. <laughs> One 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 lag one 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 or lag. presence. <laughs> I think uh, I think that'll about wrap it up for us though. Um, again, shout out to Robin. Shout out to everyone who watched. Shout out to co-hosts Drachi, Ramkev, and I. We're, I mean, not, I don't want to shout out myself, but you know. Shout out to Spicy. Yeah, shout out. We're making third host. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, a great week, and we'll come back next week. And again, uh, thank you so much, Robin. And until then, peace.